What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Wednesday. Whoa, what day is it? This is crazy in here. I got the wrong day. It's Wednesday's Facts Over Feelings live stream where we kick the facts and we don't care about your feelings in the building here. How about that blue chip mindset stream this morning? That was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. We got a we got a lot chopped up in here. Hey, man, we got a great show today. This is going to be a short show. This is going to be short. I'm not going to do no three hours today. All right, unless I go off. But uh, anyway, I have ambitions. I have ambitions of a rider. I won't deny it. I'm a straight rider. You don't want up with me. All right. All right. Uh, yes. Ambitions of a rider, rider, rider. Yo, let's go. Famous last words. I don't know, man. What do y'all do? Do y'all want me to do short shows? Or long? I'll be trying to be in here. I don't got to clap no cheats tonight. I've been setting records on my streams. This is just reprehensible behavior. All right. Facts over feelings live streams. Y'all like it long? Y'all like the long stroke? Pause. Y'all like it long. Y'all like that long stroking. All right. Shout out to uh, Love Always Wins. She likes the long stroke, too. Yes, she does. I got money. You know what I mean. All right. Y'all don't want the five-stroke special? Just get in there. <laughs> the five-stroke special. All right. Uh, what are we doing here? We got a great show today. She can always change her mind. Guys, she can always change her mind. That's going to be some issues here. We got the longest. Uh, let's let's roll this across. the. I didn't even do the trigger warning, but let's roll the topics across the stream. Uh, today's topics. We got straggling snaggle theater. A mom loses her kids at the airport. Then she loses her mind. Indeed. Uh, we also have the meet the world's oldest divorce couple. We have woman with gremlin feet. All right. Where them feet at, baby? I got money. She gets foot surgeries because her feet look like gremlins. All right. Or she got a gremlin looking feet. Uh, her feet probably look like, you know, Al Bundy's wife's feet. And she went and she's this is how vanity is. She went and got her toes done. What? It's all right now, Al. Let mama make it all better. All right. <laughs> who is Megan? Somebody is who, who is Megan? Megan Live? I don't know what Megan we're talking about. Is it Megan Markle? All right. So, yeah, we're going to get to that woman's feet. And then we also have a couple of things here. Uh, Lil Yachty, a rapper, saying he don't care about sex no more. <sighs> you dating coaches got it out for you, but I can understand why. We're going to clear up why he doesn't really care about sex no more. All right. This is a weird time. I know. I don't know if I'll ever get to that point, but I know what he means. I know what happens. And we'll talk about that. Women changing their mind can land you in big trouble. And yes, that's going to be. You. And that's so you. we're definitely going to talk. Oh, Megan, the stallion, Megan, the stallion. Did they complete the case? Is it done yet? All right. If it is, I'm changing my thumbnail <laughs> on the air on air. Let me see here, Megan. Let me see if I can pull it up. All right, I'm just seeing. I just want to see. Did they complete the case? Is it over yet? What are we doing? <laughs> Somebody says, Megan, the liar. Yeah, I think once the case completes, I'm definitely going to go in. Uh, okay, yeah, the case is not over. I think they're just finishing up. So uh, let me see. Yeah, man, I can't wait. I can't wait till that's done. We can get the verdict tomorrow. All right, man. 
it's a complete ish show. Dude, women be women be out here lying. They be out here lying. Chicks be lying. What's going on, ladies? Y'all need to defend y'all ladies out here. Hey, if Meg the Stallion loses that case, if when when Meg the Stallion loses that case, and she's going to lose that case, I believe Tory Lanez is going to walketh. And when she walketh, I want to see what's going on, man. What's going on with the thing that, and this is a change of mind. <laughs> what's going on that women can bring these cases? We know that this case is not what she's presenting it to be. Not only that, yeah, he should sue her. She should go to jail. She should go to jail. All right, she should face whatever penalty Tory Lanez was going to face. Now, with that being said, I got a question. I got a question, and somebody brought this up on Twitter, and I was like, yes, because it messed up Tory Lanez's career. It put a black eye in the game. The monkey simp rappers came, and they swooped in with a best. They was out there. What was, Who were the rappers came in and caped for uh, Megan Thee Stallion? Knowing that she was out here lying, she got proved to be a liar on the Gail King episode. All right, interview, although it might not be admissible in court, but we know she's lying. I got a question. How come nobody recorded it? There has to be that somebody has a recording. Rick Ross, T.I., Bun B. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. and. Yeah, her career is certainly over. I mean, it's over if she's proven out to be a liar or they cannot prosecute Tory Lanez. And I think that's going to be the case. Um, we've had a history of women out here lying their ass off. And this is nothing new. Nothing new. And she did the whole thing. Um, the, we the least protected. Oh, my God. This is reprehensible. We know what happened. Everybody knows what happened. All right. That the, 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 two, the two broads got into it. That's all it was. <laughs> the two bras got into it. All right, that's all they were. And then one grabbed, grabbed the blink, the blick. One grabbed the blick and then tried to blick the other one. And they got the wrestling and shuffling and shuffling for the gun. Everybody knows what's going on there. Then they popped off a couple of shots left and right. Ricochet. She got a couple of shrapnels in the in her foot. Maybe crushed it on glass. Did you see her getting out? We should play the video of her getting out of the car when she was arrested. I know this show's already gone. We are only at three hours. <laughs> All right. Um, she's getting out of the car. She's hobbling back. You see her? Then this thick girl got out of the car. And they made her spread her legs out. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Did you see that part of the video where that thick girl, she was thicker than a snicker. She got out the car. They laid down because they had to do the whole felony stop. We got to show the video. This thick girl got out of the car. She laid down, and then somebody must have said, spread your legs, and them legs went whoop. I was like, oh, Lord. I was like, yeah, no, I wasn't like that. That's what I was like. What is going on? I'm pressing the wrong brother. I, what I, I said money. was, I got money. We need to show the video. Nasty boys, stand up. I needed to do it. Oh, that's nice. Let's pull it up. Let's pull it up. <laughs> the show is already gone. By the way, Dollar Sign CPA Live on the Cash App. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. And PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. That's how you contribute to the day show before it gets off the rail. You guys want the long stroke, but it is what it is. Uh, he said the muscle memory hit. Yeah, that muscle memory hit. Um, and to, Notor to Super Chat Notorious CGA on, uh, oh, sorry, Super Chat on the Notorious CGA channel. All right. Now that we got that done, I got to do this here. I got to pull this up. Let me see here. Meg the Stallion. Is it Megan? I don't even know what her name is. Stallion police video. 
please, please, please be the one. Please be, oh, this is it. Oh, I'm going to have to fair use this. Oh, this is going to be bad. Let's, hey, hey, hey. Oh, no, make sure you show the whole thing. Where the thick girl at? No, they didn't show it. Hold up. I got to look it up. Police. What is it? Pull over. I'm going to put pull over. Let's see if somebody got the full video. I want the full video. All right. Where the other girl get? Is it Kelsey? Kelsey gets out of the car and it was like, Lord, have mercy. Okay. Hold on for a second. Now I can't skip on this one because I'm going to have to be able to. Let me see if I can get it. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I got to turn the volume down. This might be it. Anyway, let's get into the earlier contributes to the day show as I try to find the video. This is reprehensible behavior by a man. Oh, this might be the full video. So we're going to find it. I'll find it. Okay, let me get to the Super Chats and earlier contributions to the day show. Hit the like button in the building. Albert Walker says Spotify replay game checking in. Might be old news, but I saw that Stacey Abrams. What? Stacey Abrams is in a bind? I'm in a bind, Nate. Oh, more proof XXXs cannot manage their money, even $100 million. Stacey Abrams, what are you up to? Now you out there, catfish nuggets, and you can't balance your budget? You running over, what What are you spending it on? Democratic fish fry. And now my man right there, he got it right. How the Abrams campaign spending led to an incredibly bad cash crunch. You can't trust them with money, man. You can't trust them with money. They bad with money. How much money did they spend up? Stacey Abrams raised more than $103 million for her failed rematch. Failed rematch this year against Governor Brian Kemp, a record-setting haul for a governor gubernatorial race that allowed her to uh, experiment with unconventional ways to promote her candidacy, like twerking, dancing, showing up in church. Remember, she was twerking. And our old dude wanted it. Oh, absolutely reprehensible. What Stacy? Absolutely terrible. What a representation here. Stony Montana, I heard that it's barbecue in there. Yes, it it's is. Barbecue in there. It is. It's barbecue in there. Simping ain't easy. Brothers learn Spanish and come on down to Tijuana, the Juco. Cost of goods sold is cheaper for the equal quality assets. A lot of undervalued stock down there. And he says, if you know, you know, I haven't been to TJ in a minute. If I get, you know what I mean? I, you know, last time I used to go to TJ, it wasn't that safe. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I'll be in a rush. I'll be really giving us five stroke special. Do I have to ask for ID? <laughs> Anybody? Do I have to ask for ID in TJ? TJ reminds me of a place where I have, you know what I mean? It's going to get, oh, <laughs> all the humanity down there, bro. All the humanity. Then I'm gonna have to. Then I'm gonna have to, uh, you know, pay off the policia. I'm gonna have to pay off the policia. It can get bad down at TJ. I just don't want to get stuck down there. I just don't want to get stuck. All right, Kodak White. He says it would be dope for you and you know who. I don't mention other red pill content creators here. He says to put y'all beef aside. I ain't got no beef. And surprise us with a show together. Y'all, my two creators, favorite creators in the space, free agent for lifestyle for life. Listen, anything's possible. Anything's possible. Um, I don't know why any red pill people beef at all. We almost agree on almost everything. It's almost dumb. It's just dumb to beef. Maryland guy. Hey, coach, what is up with what is what is the, what the heck is up with YouTube? For some reason, I'm seeing double on my stream yard anyway. 
What the heck is up with YouTube? Got a notification 25 minutes after you started your stream. Last time, it was an hour after the stream ended. I don't know, man. I don't even know how it works. I don't know how it works. I don't know how notifications work. It's, it's crazy, though. Mr. Commander, sorry, I missed this morning's live stream. I had a real estate Zoom webinar. Then I came back to catch the show only to find you cooking real estate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Real estate got cooked. There was a guy in my comment section, the whole he was, you know, he he proved me right. There was going to be that one dude that it's the only way. What do you mean? Reprehensible. And I had to block his ass right? because it looks like he was watching, following along the show and didn't get to the main event. And then he was he was commenting as he was watching the show blocked. Mm. <laughs> All right. He was in there. Oh, Belowski. You gets the block. And no, I'm not salty. You get blocked because what happens is you're commenting without the knowledge base. And then you're you're trying to act like, oh, your way is the only way. The renting is absolutely wrong. When the majority of people almost in America are going to be renting. So mm. block. All right. Shout out to Teddy KGB says went out last night and she got 1400 matches on Bumble in one day. Wow. He says she said she deletes 300 every day and it just fills up the next. Wow. Guys, what did she look like? What does she look like? That is crazy. Somebody says renting is wasting your money, honestly. With, with no context, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> with no context, it doesn't make sense. It was once thought. I don't want to even get into it again, but you got to have context. If I buy a house, but I'm only going to live in the area for a year, buying is dumb. So it's out of context. It's not true. You know what I mean? I, I think people don't have the proper context. They're just going to say it's dumb. No, I'm only going to be here a year. It's dumb to buy a house. <laughs> what are you talking about? I think boomers don't know how to catch up. Boomers don't know how to catch up. If you're going to be somewhere for 30 years, 20 years, 15 years, Maybe 10, maybe. Okay, good. But you got to have the bark. You got to have the proper context to everything. Renting is not dumb inherently. Leasing cars was thought to be dumb. Now we find out most wealthy people lease their cars. And buying a car is dumb. You know what I mean? Many people buy cars and they're making a stupid decision. We got to have context. Right. We have people saying, you know, they'll say, well, you got to buy. It's better to own. You buy a car, 84 month payment, six hundred dollars a month. And guess what? Twenty two percent APR. Now you made them buy a car. They could have leased it and got the hell up out of there. We got to get always context. Never listen to people that say an absolute always exists. Same thing with marriage. Sometimes I have to give it up and say marriage can work. Roll the dice. <laughs> You know what I mean? We got to can't have absolutes. We can't have absolutes like that. Renting is dumb. Waste of money. No, it's not. No, it's not. Not inherently. It can be if you do it for 15 years, you might have wasted significant money. All right. So anyway, got to have the proper context. Let's see here. So what about the woman that got the 1,400 matches on Tinder? Guys, Tinder. Tinder, 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 Tinder. 
let's see what we got here. Let me check the cash apps and all of these things here. We got some brothers that have donated, and then we'll get into uh, – I'm trying to find the Meg the Stallion video. XL Pro Services is in the building. Thank you, man. XL Pro Services in the building. And how many times will I say in the building in the day stream? Well, one never knows. But I can't even – I'm trying to sign in to PayPal. I haven't signed in yet. Let me make sure. There's probably two people over there. There may be none. And there is exactly two, as I thought. That's normally what it is at this time of the show. Dropping by, just dropping by to say what's up, Big Unk. Fire morning stream. Shout out to you, Ron. Big Ron in the building. Pause. Big Ron in the building. Pause. Okay, we got, uh, let me see here. Let me see if I can say your name. Is this a government name? It is uh, a government name. Yes. Shout out to Jorge, coach. Very unpopular opinion, but I think if you are on your grind, even dogs are time-consuming. This is true. Again, that's the truth. And I haven't had my dog for a week, so yes, I realize I'm saving a lot more time. He says, I'm dog-sitting for a friend, and I'm too busy for this because I have a job and a business to run. They are cute and all, but I probably wouldn't have a dog until I'm financially set. I guess I'm here venting, but yes, you're right. Dogs are very, very time-consuming. All right, now. That doesn't mean to not get one. See, this is where you have to have the absolutes. That doesn't mean you shouldn't get one. Many times there's other benefits of having said dog. For instance, and I'll give you one, then return back to the show. I When I got my dog, uh, Nova, I realized that I was sitting more than I needed to sit throughout the day. But having Nova makes me get up. It actually allows me to focus my attention otherwhere instead of thinking about the same thing over and over again. Right. It allows me to take a break. It allows me to stretch my legs, walk, run, play, engage. Right. My kids are older, so they don't want to play catch with me. Right. I get exercise. I wake up in the morning. I have something to do. They fit in my routine. Security. Mental health. Yes. Mental health improves security. I got an alert system. Now that my dog is boarded up for training, I don't have an alert system. I know if somebody kicked in the door, Nova will start barking. I haven't had that. So there's a lot of things that I noticed. Yes, I'm not always enthusiastic with her every day, but I notice having her here does give me some benefits, meaning I've got to get up. I got to worry. I can't, I can't do certain things. And also, dogs, my Nova attracts flatbacks like crazy. Somebody just mentioned it. All right, I got the blinky today. I got the blinky. Yes, I do have the blinky sitting here. Um, as you know, Nova is the flatback catcher. I'll go to her Instagram just to show you guys some proof. Nova be catching flatbacks like crazy. There it is on my Instagram. That's her Instagram, by the way. Uh, this was when I lived in California. And uh, I used to keep Nova. I used to keep her on a leash right there so she can catch some air in the garage open. And uh, this girl pulls up. <laughs> this girl just pulling up playing with my dog. All right. I'm like, uh, hello. <laughs> that's her car she pulled up she saw nova sitting there and she she was out there petting and playing with nova i was like well, oh hi how are you she was like oh i'm fine i had to get rid of i think she moved from brazil she moved from brazil and she was like oh i just moved from brazil i had to leave my dog behind in brazil so uh you know i had to grab the phone and catch her playing with the dog and that's not the only kaylee that's not the only kaylee <laughs> nova be doing uh, Nova be catching. Nova's a Kaylee catcher. If you like Kaylee's, you need to have a dog. Anyway, if I like Kaylee's, no, you get a dog, bro. You will have, you can't beat Kaylee's off. They come up. Oh my God. 
Remember the story of the Kaylee that I told you about? She leaned down and let Noba lick all on her face. I was just like, what the f Oh, man, what a world we live in. Bizarro world. Jabari says, have you heard about Brittany Renner being on Pearly? I guess I had just said a red pill person's name, but uh, Pearly since we collaborated. Uh, I did see a, I didn't see a, the interview, but I saw she was there. And I'm like, Brittany Renner again? Like, shout out to Pearly, but Brittany Renner? The hell? Like, we be giving Brittany Renner life in this community. <laughs> Somebody said, I just said that. Yeah. Dude, this, this, this plain Jane, blonde, Kaylee had a matching dogs. We had a, oh, I got a chocolate lab just like that. Here, come here. Nova just walks up to her. She crouches right in front of her. Right all over her face. I was like, oh, my Lord. Anyway, we're doing Brittany Renner again. I don't know, man. We give Brittany Renner life. I mean, if it wasn't for the Red Pill community, Brittany Renner would be living under a bridge. I'm tired of Brittany Renner. All right, let's not, can we put her, can we let her go homeless at this point? What is she now, trying to confess her sins? This is de de uh, devastating, but it's no, I'm not dissing the pearly, but come on. That's another, that's one video I'm not doing again. Never, ever again will I do a Britney Renner video. I know it gets views. I do things, I know people think I do things just for views. I do it to an extent, but I ain't gonna sell out. <laughs> I ain't going to tie. I ain't selling out. You know what I mean? I get it. I can get a couple extra views. You know what I mean? But I'm just nah. <laughs> okay. I didn't say Pearly selling out, but I just think Brittany Renner could need to be gone. You know what I mean? Like, let her go. You bitch. You bitch. Let her go somewhere. You know what I mean? She just, she's not even a story anymore, but people keep clicking. Keep people keep clicking. Somebody in here try look what? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I yeah. And they, he said, I'm a grifter and I still won't sell out. Wow. OK, let me get in here. I got to I got to get back into the show. This is just reprehensible. I got to find that Megan video. I know I want to see that girl spread them cheats. Mm. Yeah, that's nasty. Oh, that's nasty. OK. Uh, first show. First part of the show. Straggling Sniggle Theater. Mom loses her kids at the airport and then proceeds to lose her mind. Let's go ahead and roll the intro to the Straggle and Sniggle Theater. What is going on with y'all women in the community? Okay. We got a woman who is going to be uh, actually doing some repre reprehensible uh, behavior here. It says right here, woman arrested and possibly put on the no-fly list, and she should be put on the low-fly list immediately. After assaulting an American Airlines employee because she couldn't find her kids, unaware that the kids had gone to the bathroom. Yo, that is, yo. Okay, where was she at? Did she go to the bathroom? Why is she really realizing that the kids were in the bathroom? Where was she at? Drinking at the bar? Okay, let's play it. As the holiday travel rush builds across the country... It was tempers flying high Tuesday at Miami International Airport. Only in date with the video, a woman seen losing it at American Airlines Gate D39. Traveling from Alabama to New York City with her kids, the family had a layover at MIA. 
According to the police report, 25-year-old Camilla McMillie took her frustrations out on a gate agent when she couldn't find her two kids. The children walked off to use the bathroom. Cue the gatehouse meltdown. While screaming, she goes behind a desk, tossing keyboards, and rip. Would y'all call that thick? That's thick. I mean, she, never mind. I call this a BMW. This is a Beamer. When I see people like this, I say, that's a BMW. A badly made woman. Yeah. Let's continue. Ripping the boarding pass reader off the wooden counter. Then a different angle shows where she grabs a computer monitor, throwing it at the gate agent, striking her crazy. in the shoulder. She went into a panic mode. That's what happened. U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers right nearby. They got involved, holding McMillie until Miami-Dade police. Looked like somebody dotted that eye, though. You know, she blinking right now. Somebody dotted that eye, so she did get her eye dotted. Um, I guess that's why she's looking the way she's looking. All right. Police officers arrived. American Airlines quick to respond, saying acts of violence against our team members are not tolerated by American Airlines, and we are committed to working closely with law enforcement in their investigation. I, I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you she'll get off scot-free. Now, if you ninjas did this, you definitely would be on the no-fly list. All right. They would arrest you. You would have been charged with assault. You would have been arrested and you would still be in there. But they're going to say she's a single mother. How, how, how much you bet? And I don't know. I haven't done any research on it. The fact that they're going to say she's a single mother, she can't be incarcerated. So they're going to have to come up with some sort of house arrest or whatnot. I, I don't know if there's a father or not. She's traveling. She's solo. So I don't know. But being a single mother, you can't put her in jail because now you make the kids a war of the state, um, which is, you know, they, they're essentially would probably be in better shape than being with her. Passengers reacting to the video. <laughs> White girls be crazy. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. They be like this. White girls be like, Oh my God. All right, let's continue. Why would she do that? As the holiday travel. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh my God. They do. They white girls be thinking everything's a shock. Oh, <laughs> clutch my pearls <laughs> like they've never seen anything like that well i haven't even oh my god crazy <laughs> somebody said loki was in the building too oh man uh one thing i want to know is that do the children have a father number two i want to know <laughs> why she wasn't monitored in a, in, in aware let me see if i can read the story According to the report, Camilla and her children had a layover flight from, um, it says from at the uh, uh, Miami airport, I'm sorry, as they travel from Alabama, uh, not Alabama, not a country-ass Bama. Oh, my goodness. They're going from Alabama to New York City. Country come to town. All right. Good Lord. Somebody said a father. What Bama goes to New York? They got to fill out a place. <laughs> Sorry from Alabama. Okay, now I can't go to Alabama. All right, Bama's in New York. This got to be the damn, I mean, come on. Like, what kind of shit is this? All right, anyway. When the two minors disappeared for a quick bathroom trip, Camelia, 
suddenly broke out in a rage, tossing keyboards and screaming at the air, airline employees because she could not locate her children. I think she was drunk. She went into a panic mode. Is there anything that tells us what happened? Macy Gray, she shouldn't have been going through the airport. She should. She shouldn't. Ha Wait, shouldn't she have gone? Macy Gray says, shouldn't she have gone through the airports looking for her kids? Yeah. What is tearing up the airport going to do when you need to find your kids? Like you go to the counter, they're checking people in. You know what I mean? They're trying to get people on the damn wait list to get on the ticket. What are they going to do? Don't you go to security? What is tearing up? Man, I tell you. The emotional capacity of these people is beyond infancy. This is reprehensible. Meet the oldest divorce couple. Uh, Wait a minute. This is not it. Where did it go? Meet the oldest divorce couple in the history of the United States. This is going to be via Instagram. Guys, it's never too late to get a divorce. It's never too late to get a divorce. This is a super duper grade. This is the Tales from the Crypt divorce. Let's play it. 39-year-old man just divorced his wife of 77 years because of infidelity that happened 60 years ago. The man found letters exchanged between his wife and former lover in an old chest drawer days before Christmas. When he confronted his 96-year-old wife, she admitted to the affair that happened six decades ago. Oh. Despite her best efforts to convince the husband to stick with their marriage, Antonio proceeded with the paperwork. Once finalized, they will become the oldest divorcees on record. What would you do in this situation? Okay, all right, boy. She was in these streets? Pearl. Well, not Pearl. I won't say Pearl because y'all going to be saying I, she looked like pearly things. Edna. In these streets. Edna, say it, say, say it ain't so, Edna. Edna, what are you doing out here? In these streets. My man was playing the ring game and you out here. In these streets. He said, baby, what we going to be doing after 70 years? What you going to be doing after 70 years? In these streets. 60 years she hid an affair. All right, poll time. Are you divorcing this broad or are you going to let that go? <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, no poll. She been in these streets. I Oh, by the way, I told you about these women being flappers back in the day. Haven't I told you? Haven't I told you? I guarantee you she has a kid. She has a kid. Remember I tell you this? Where's Hafiz? Where's Hafiz? I told you. These, this woman probably has eight kids and two are not even this guy's kid. That's the truth. I also told you about these ladies in the milkman and they were flappers. They was hoeing in the streets. Cinderella hoeing for the fellas. And Mr. Rogers is getting mighty jealous. In these streets. Here it is, guys. Bam. And you say, God damn, what is going on? These people, these, yo, you can't trust them. Y'all going to let that ride? He need to be getting DNA tests on all them kids. Mm. <laughs> he need to wait a minute. Okay, 77 years of marriage, 60 years ago. That puts it at set at year 17 of their marriage. I want to see these kids. I want to see the kids. I want to see the kids. DNA tests on all these kids, even the dead ones. You know, there's a couple of kids that undied before them. There has to be at least one or two. She need DNA tests. This dude's going to croak as soon as he hears this reality. <laughs> One of the kids is black. Gertrude. Hey, Edna, chill out, man. Come on. Thank you for being a friend. This is actually reprehensible. This Guys, no one's safe out here. No one's safe.
Not even your girl who made it 77 years of marriage. Not even your girl that made it 77 years of marriage is faithful. Where are all the good women at? Ladies, come on. Ladies, y'all got to stop with this, you know, hating on me. I don't hate you, but you hate me. And look at this shit. <laughs> this dude cannot even die in peace. He got to divorce his cheating ass wife. And she sat up there looking in his face for 60 years. I told you about your Nana. I told you about your Nana. I know you think you're not. Oh, by the way, this is also backs up the point where I say, where people say, I want a marriage just like my grandparents. How's that working out? I told you guys, D. Martin was smashing. Oh, don't get me started. I told you guys, man, you guys will be like, I want my, I want to love just like my grandparents. And then you find out your granny, your Nana was doing the damn stanky leg. Well, that was the before the stanky leg. She was doing the Charleston with Dean Martin, Sammy Davis, and Frank Sinatra getting ran through. <laughs> Ladies, where y'all at? This is Rapper J. Edgar Hoover probably was hitting it. John F. Kennedy had to smash. John F. Kennedy had to smash that. And somebody is the pappy. Somebody the pappy. Ladies, speak up for your ladies, man. This is reprehensible. Are y'all taking a 60-year secret to the grave? Oh, man. Last last one right here. Then we'll do the Super Chats. Okay. JFK can't even speak on it. By the way, it was confirmed that JFK got his head parted, courtesy of the government, and nobody said nothing. New, 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 new world order. No, no news. Boy, y'all can't trust the media, man. I tell you. But if I say it, I'm a conspiracy theorist, right? Oh, Lord. New, 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 new world order. Dan Rather and Walter Cronkite should have came right back from the grave. I don't know if Dan Rather's dead, but uh, Walter Cronkite, Cronkite, Cronkite should have came back. He should have came back, was like, you know what? I got an update on the case. Nothing? Crickets. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, he got that. He says he got that one hit that half with the grain. He did, boy. I, I by the way, I'm a JFK enthusiast. I am a JFK. By the way, if people really wanted to know how I became, shout out to Dan Rather. Sorry, I put you in the grave. I didn't mean to. Um, if anybody wants to know how I became red pill, it was the JFK. All the research and the videos. I watched every video, every film, the Supreme film. All right, I watched all kind of films. I got watched. I watched every movie. I've read books. All right, I I've been to Dallas twice on the grassy knoll. I've taken pictures. I've been to the book depository. I did all that shit. I stood there on the X, like looking up. <laughs> I watched every A and E documentary, and I started doing that in high school. That was my ripple. That was my awakening. I literally, that was my awakening. Like, I don't know if I can trust people. So when people wonder how I got to the point where I is a, I was a, um, what do you call it? I was a, um, anyway, cynic. 
yeah, that one right there. That one, I'm like, this don't sit right. <laughs> but anyway, this don't sit right. Will they lie to me? But the people lie to me. All right, I had to ask myself, would teachers lie to me? Would the news lie to me? Would anybody lie to me? Right? Mm. Oh, they would lie to me. Oh, and that led me into the MLK thing. And I showed you, I read, I showed you the book about the MLK book, the the act, an act of state, in which I read his attorney's rendition of how they got to sue the American government for parting the head of uh, or shooting the neck off of MLK. By the way, new, 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 new world order. So that led me into the cynical. I studied a lot. Anyway, a woman with gremlin feet gets foot surgery because obviously she has a insecurity. Let's go ahead and roll the film. And before, actually, there's no film. There's only photos. Let's just show you who the woman looks like, what she looks like, and then we'll show you her feet. All right, so here's the woman here. Here's the young lady, obviously, taking a selfie. What would you expect? She's not a bad-looking girl there. Looks like she's Japanese. I'm going to say Japanese. But there she is right there. And, uh, yeah, she's got those fake dollies plumped up. Everything looking good and plasticky. All right, let me see if I can go up. There she is there in her bunny costume. Now, somebody might say something wrong with her feet. Okay, so that's what her feet look like. Hold, hold up. What's the before? She couldn't sell no feet pictures. I'm just going to assume... I think these are the surgical. These are the result. This is the after. I think this is the before. Look at them hogs. This little piggy went to the market. This little piggy stayed home. This little piggy had roast beef, and these little piggy had none. Definitely this little. Damn, she looked like she got snossages for toes. Yo, if I seen her feet and she looked like that, if I took her socks off and them feet looked like that, yep. Now, I'm going to assume this is the after effect. These are the after ones, and I don't know how they were able to do this, but I don't know how much the toe surgery costs. But now they do look somewhat decent. Like, how, what happened? What happened here? What is this? Oh, man, not everybody can sell feet pictures, y'all. Not everybody can sell feet pictures. She got the claw out. Wow, wow, wow. Let's get to these super chats. Uh, That was Jabari. Shout out to Rational Rationality. He says, taking a, a Yiddish Juco 304 out, he says, playing with my dreidel in the building and happy Hanukkah to everyone. They got expensive taste, so good luck. <laughs> good luck. Um, is she a JAP? Is she a JAP? I can't say the word because then people will say I'm saying something racist. But if you're a Yiddish, you would know. Is she a JAP? Yet Yiddish or is she what is she? <laughs> don't put it in there either. Cause it, it's considered people who don't know and hung around many and lived around people who were Yiddish, you wouldn't know what a JAP is. But if you do know what a JAP is, you know. Okay, Kodak White, by the way, I got a boxing match on Friday. Give my opponent the bell. Hey man, we hope you we hope you knock him out. He says, I'm sending him to the shadow realm. Uppercut. Oh, you can. Indeed. Yes. The the J, the Yiddish American princess. Yes. Boy, you don't want to mess with them, brother. Run your pockets. Run your pockets. 
You're going to get your pockets ran, bro. You know, because they, like, <laughs> they, they, they expectations are up here. I dated a Yiddish American princess in high school. This woman was a beast, man. Like, and then she got married later on and divorced. But yeah, she was a man. She was, might be the first feminist I ever met that woman when I was in high school, that young lady, she was a, she was a pistol full of vigor and piss and energy. And she was one of the, somebody said Shalom. This girl, I don't know if you remember the Eddie Murphy, um, the Eddie Murphy scene in Delirious, I think, where he talks about um, when you're a black kid and you go out to the country and you go with the white family and the white kids cussing out the parents. That girl spit fire. That girl used to curse her parents out in front of me. And I used to be like, uh, she was the first kid that I see that I seen just curse her parents out right in front of her. Fresh air farm. Boy, y'all some good. You guys know it. They take you to the fresh air farm and the black kids like, oh, my God, this woman would go. We would come in. And I think I was a year ahead of her, maybe two years ahead of her. And I think I was maybe I think was that two years ahead of her. Yeah, I might be two years ahead of her. I think I was a senior. She was a sophomore. And I think we, you know, messed around junior. I was a freshman. She, no, she was a freshman. I was a junior. Anyway, she would invite me over. I go over her house. Of course, this is anybody know Westlake Village, Gregor Hills, big old house, big McMansion. Walk in. Mom would be like, oh, hi, this is mom. I don't know what mom did all day. She had two older teenage daughters. I think her sister was in my grade. Her sister was in my grade or a year ahead of me. Can't remember. But anyway. We walk in. Mom is just like this frail little Yiddish woman. <laughs> Not old, old yet, but she's just probably was in her 40s back then. She looked hella old to me. So she would come out. Oh, hi, everybody. Hi. What's your name, Mr. Ninja? All this stuff. She was very nice to me. Everybody was nice. Do you want anything? Do you want me to make you some, you know what I mean? Pork rinds, sunflower seeds. Do you like a black and mild? You know, they were a very accommodating. Very accommodating. She was very nice. She always wanted to make me something. You want some damn, uh, you want a tombstone pizza? You want some matzo balls, gavilda fish, whatever you want. Mm. <laughs> you want gavilda fish or watermelon? You want fried chicken or gavilda fish? <laughs> she was, <laughs> I was looking at her like, what's gavilda fish? You want purple Kool-Aid or you want this uh, anyway? You want matzo balls or gavilta fish? You want matzo balls or you want some damn catfish nuggets? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> All right, anyway, check this out. We come in, girls like, leave us alone, mom, you old buzzard. Leave us alone. And it, dude, we would go up. I, listen, I, this I'm tripping. We would go up. I'm standing there stunned. This girl would go off on her mom, and it was in a nice way, but it was very bitchy. It was like, what the fuck? Tell her what to do. Leave us alone. We going upstairs. She was like, come on. Now, I don't know, man. Growing up, I just couldn't go take no girl to my room with my parents right there. Now, I could be in the room with the girl, and then my parents come home, and I'm already there. But I couldn't just be like, I'm going to take the girl in the back. My mom would have been like, nah, nope. So 
She was like, go away, mom. Scram, skedaddle. Get away from us. Don't leave us alone. He doesn't want Gavilta fish. He doesn't want any matzo balls or none of that shit. He doesn't want that. He wants catfish nuggets. You know what he wants? He wants them cheeks. So we go upstairs under the spiral stair. Spiral stair. Old, big old, you know, old the first big mansions. We go up her spiral staircase into her room. She closes the door. Cocoon. I'm in her room like. I'm in a room like, are we doing this? Like, you can bring dudes like my daughter and not no sophomore daughter going in the room with no dude. Leave us alone and don't knock on the door. If you hear anything, if you hear the bedroom knocking, don't rocking, don't come a knocking. Man, I was like, yo, this is so crazy. That girl was a pistol. I was like, she was already a pistol like that. You know, at that age, I was like, this girl going to be a problem out here. <laughs> All right. I was like, you sure this is cool? I was like, grab them ankles waiting for her mom to put, come in. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yeah. Like the movie Get Out. It was like, man. Yeah. Miles was cool. And her dude, let me tell you this. Her father, I can't tell you what city he was a police chief. He was a police chief. The dad was a police chief <laughs> in the inner city, like in, in the inner city. And he would drive back and forth. I got some crazy suburban stories. I got crazy suburban stories, man. And so I found out that he didn't, he kind of looked like a cop, I guess he didn't look like a cop cop, but then her, she was like, Oh yeah. You know, my dad's a police chief. I was like, what the, Oh my God, what am I doing? I'm trying to get lynched and hung. <laughs> I'm trying to get hung out here and he was he was cool. He didn't act like a cop around me. I never seen him in a uniform. He was always in his, you know, black when, you know, the the white dudes and the Jewish dudes be wearing sweaters and them old regular old jeans, the regular jeans. Like they look like jeans and loafers. He had loafers, jeans and a sweater. <laughs> That's what he looked like, Mr. Rogers. But when I found out he was <laughs> He was a cop. I was like, I'm like, he's the police chief. Oh man, I mean, I got the wrong broad. That's I be picking the wrong broads. I be picking the wrong women. I don't know how what I do here, but I pick them wrong. I know how to pick them. Yeah, the Levi's. My man, we be wearing the Levi's and the loafers. Where are the Levi's? Do they still make Levi's? Holy moly, Levi's. I never even. When was the last time you bought Levi's? Yeah, he had the Levi's, the plane joints like this. This is what he'd be rocking. The plain Levi's, but they wasn't baggy like this. This is a loose fit. He had the straight leg Levi's with loafers. The, <laughs> the 501 joints. Yeah, that's how he showed up with the loafers. I was like, oh, snap. Do they still make Levi's? I was, I'm floored. I never even knew they were made Levi's. Oh, yeah. The, oh, hold up for a second. Yeah, he had these joints on. He will wear that, but with a sweater, like a green, a big green sweater with the loafers. Penny loafer having ass. Levi's. All right. Uh, let's stop messing around here today. Shout out to mom. Is that Kodak? Who's got the boxing match? Kodak White. Good luck to you, bro. Boxing is combat sports is a true test in masculinity. 
So I, 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 whether you win or lose, and you're going to win, you're going to win. Yes. Give him the bell. You're going to knock his ass out. Congratulations for that. Them Seinfeld jeans. Yes. All right. Shout out to U.S. Army retired. Salute. He says new 10 year car note and a new 40 year mortgage. You boy. Hey, you, you winning out here, brother. I got money. <laughs> Crypto keeper. If that old man was probably a veteran. If he gets divorced, his old lady will be removed off the health care and the benefits from the VA, and she would be donezo. Yeah, oh, boy, her rheumatism, her rheumatism would be a mess, and her cataract and all of that. So let's just hope that's the case. Barry G., she kept the love notes for decades and decades. That says enough in itself. I actually didn't even think about that, but that's further proof that she was willing to keep these things as mementos to an affair she had to her 77-year-old husband. She kept him. Guys, woo! Mm. That says a lot. That says a lot. And I don't know how many times he probably stroked it, but that says a lot. I'm glad you brought that up, Barry. She kept him for 60 years. Yo, man, these people don't got no soul. He must have smashed it. Shout out to Eli. He says, in here once again, you my favorite African-American. Just dropping by. Let's get it. Wait a minute. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? He said, did you say that Nana got ran through by the Rat Pack? Oh, dude, the Rat Pack was a problem out here. Yes, indeed. The Rat Pack. The Rat Pack. <laughs> They're... um. Body count numbers have to be extremely high. <laughs> he put it on her the good way. All right. Uh, you know, back when uh they never mind. YouTube trash talker, she promised to pay it back, loaned a chick over 5k. She begged and even threatened to delete herself because of her financial problems. Now she's ghosting. If I did this to a woman, it would be a Netflix special. Give me the buzzer. Y'all heard that, guys. You know, a lot of us get in some problems. You know what I mean? A lot of us get into some problems. We create ourselves. But 5K? 5K? You gave a woman 5K? Hey, um, here's the thing about changing mind. We're, when we're going to get that, we're going to use that as a information. So I know we're going to go hard on them. Pause. This is a learning experience for you men. Never, ever lend women money. All right. Never, never, ever lend a woman the money. Never co-sign anything for her. Never rent an apartment and co-sign for the apartment. I don't give a damn what you say. Never do anything for them. Never do anything. The only way you do it is if it's in your name. Like, I mean, listen, and don't just do that. You got to have a whole bunch of parameters in, in line before you even do that. But never rent. No. They changed their mind. He says, I love to send you the chat transcripts and receipts of everything. If you can, let me see. I do want that. Please. <laughs> I can do a whole video on that. I want them. Hey, email me. Screenshot that shit. We're going to do a show. Coach Greg Adams at gmail.com. Coach Greg Adams at gmail.com. Oh, we doing a show on that one. We're going to get to the other ones. Yikes. Kodak White, if it's cool with you, 
I'll send you the footage, send it to locals. And you don't even have, I don't even think you have to be a contributor to post. I don't know. And you can show it on Monday show. Appreciate the love coach. Let's effing go, man. Hey, I want the, I want these receipts. Brothers are dropping receipts today. And I'll leave your name out of both of you guys. Eli says, don't send footage. If you lose. Yeah. We definitely don't want to show y'all that we don't want to see you get knocked the hell out, but he ain't going to get knocked out. We ain't even going to talk about that. That's not even a possibility. That's not even a possibility. He ain't getting knocked out. He coach game. He coach game for life. We ride with you. We got ambitions of a rider. He ain't getting knocked out. He winning. He on the right team. <laughs> All right. Oh, should the, the guy get the 12, <laughs> the 12 cups of Christmas? Yeah. All right, no government name says, hey, coach, remember growing up before the internet, we thought people's mother's side had strong genetics because the kids look nothing like their dad. I'm starting to question that thinking now. Hmm, that's interesting. I think women, uh, the, one of the secrets is uh, people always tried to match up their kids with the dad. And that's one of the one things becoming red pill, you actually have um, understanding about things. I want you guys to do this. I want you guys to do this. Um, go look at any girl that you like, go look at any woman you like, and then go find her daddy. Then look at the girl, then look at the daddy, look at the girl, then look at the daddy, look at the girl, look at the daddy. That woman that you love will look just like her daddy with a wig on. And you're going to be like, you can't unsee it. Typically, what will happen is she'll look like the dad, but be built like the mom. She'll be built just like the mom, but she'll look like the dad. And you'll be like, oh, shit. Then what will happen is you'll separate and then you'll start. You'll look at your girl and you'll look at your girl and you'll start to see her dad in that girl. He said, not my girl. <laughs> I know this is going to mess things up for you. I'm sorry if, you know, I mess up a lot of things, but that's going to mess up some things for you. You're going to look at your girl. You're going to look at the daddy. And mostly it's going to be right here. The eyes and the nose is going to be right in here, right in there, maybe up to the mouth right here. She's going to look like her daddy with a wig on. <laughs> Somebody says my wife looks exactly like her. My wife looks exactly like her dad, beard and all. Oh, it's bad. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. And you're going to go, shit. <laughs> Don't do it. I know I messed y'all up now. Somebody said the whole head. Jackson, sometimes they got that fat, meaty ass head like they daddy too. Like you looked at your girl. You ever see girls and they got that fat head? They head look fat too. <laughs> Not only are they kind of, you know, overweight and chunky, but they got that Rottweiler, that, 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 that fat head. And it's just the hair covering the head. And you like that head meaty. You know what I mean? Like there's an extra, there's an extra circumference around the head. That's her daddy's head. Some girls be looking like they got a fat old meaty old head. Like, man, that head is just. <laughs> All right, let me stop. Faith says, Coach, I have two ginger cats that I truly adore. I love dogs, too, and I'm a pure animal lover. Would it be great if we can file them 
on our taxes. Yes. Well, you would think so. You would think so. You she try to save some money on a dog. It, if that could happen, all women would have six dogs and eight cats. Six dogs and eight cats. Yes. Cro-Magnum. Yes. What about this part right here where they got? Yeah, somebody asked about my situation and my kids. My kids look like me. Yeah. So that's going to be bad news. They look like me. They don't look nothing like they mama. All right. So um, I'm sure people can see things. They do. But, uh, you know, yeah. But, uh, yeah, my kids, there's, there's, there's no doubt about it. I mean, especially my son. There's, dude, especially my son. I spit him out. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure my daughter's not happy that she looks like me. <laughs> you know what I mean? My daughter looks like me. What about the one that got that hump in the neck? Let me show y'all. If y'all ever see girls and they got that hump, they got that hump on their back right here. Where the humpback girls at? Because normally those girls are thick and they got a hump right here. You can't normally see it. Sometimes they'll wear a sweater and they'll be sitting there looking like, you know, Quasimodo. They'll have their, they'll have their shoulders all protruding forward like this sitting down. But right back here, they got like, there's a hump. Hold on for a second. Let's pull it up. This is just a mess around show. Don't ask me. Don't tell me I'm getting off the subject matter. Hump neck. Yeah, you got to work on your posture. Where's the hump neck? Uh, let's see if this there's a woman with a hump neck. This is there's a couple of examples here. That's bad, man. Y'all got to get that that posture got to get worked out. You got to work on your posture. Oh man, oh there's a perfect one right here. Oh, this is bad. All right, so let's see here. You got to work on that neck before you get older. Yeah, that means they've been looking at their phone all the time. The buffalo hump, they call it. Do you see her? You know what I mean? She finally take off her sweater. She finally take off her sweater and her shirt and that bra. And then you looking back here like, Oh, the humanity. <laughs> you looking like, you like, uh, ma'am, uh, what? It? Yo, yo, cervical. <laughs> Yo, C five, six, seven, and eight. Yo, C four, five, six is all fused together, bam. You need to work on that. And apparently you can work on that. So if you do have this, y'all need to get that worked out. All right. She worked it out a little bit. But I noticed that too. I be noticing that. I'm like, boy, she got that hump. Okay, what do we got? Did I get faith? I did get faith. All right, let me check on the cash app. Cash app, cash app. See me a cash app. This is why they don't like me on YouTube. But this, I'm not saying anything hateful. I'm just pointing something out. <laughs> Drop that neck. Boo says, I just got hit with the pregnancy a week before a vasectomy. What is going on, gentlemen? Gentlemen, what are we doing out here? We got a brother lending a woman 5K. He must got money. I got and then we got another brother who's about to go get the snip, and he knocks a woman up. He knocks a woman up. Unpeppy. Just cancel your appointment and have more kids. We gotta get we gotta get it right over here. What's going on? All right, all right. Uh, somebody says uh, my daughter doesn't look like you. Oh well. According to the private investigator here. All right, shout out to you. Appreciate you. Where's the where's the part? He knows.
All right. Uh, Loud Pocket says, induct Brittany Renner into the Hall of Fame. Let her go. Let her go, man. Let her go. Stop bringing Brit. Who dug Brittany Renner up? I saw that. I saw the thumbnail and I was like, Pearly, you dug Brittany Renner up out the grave. Like nobody even for we forgot about Brittany Renner. She in the Hall of Fame of skeezers. Like she in there with Superhead. Move along. Next, Lori Harvey will be there in five, 10 years too. Move, move, move them through, move them through. Move them through. She went and dug her ass up. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Pearl. Brittany Renner? She like, Pearl's like, I'm going to get the views. Pearl got, like, I'm getting views. She probably getting hella views. D Rose says, hell to the yeah. He says, you're alive. Here's my tuition. Thank you, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Jones G. She kept that note and a place in her heart. Sad. 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 Guys. Oh, guys. Remember when I used to tell you, your girl has, you're not your, you know, Chris Rock said you're not your girl's first choice. I said she has screenshots of your text messages and also, text messages from other men she looks at them she has notes of other men are any women in the building i know just crawl on out crawl on out just say something real quick any women in the building tell these men that you're keeping things even the semen of these men you're keeping them as mementos this is sad a lot of you guys marry women and they're keeping mementos of other men there's notes, notes, apps, screenshots, pictures, photos. There's photos. She has a whole photo book or a whole photo uh, album of her and her boyfriend. Now, of course, if she's a younger woman, she got she got photos all in her phone. And she's got pictures up on Facebook that she just archived. She didn't even delete them on Instagram. She didn't even delete them. She literally has the pictures up on her, on her on her Instagram. She just archived them just in case. Wearing his gym shorts and his hoodies. Yes. She has a picture of she has a picture of her. Um, guys, if you ever do this, snap eyes only. If you ever do this, she says, What he says, why this really still hurt? What the F? Oh, guys, Linda, Linda girl, your uh sweatshirt, Linda girl, your hoodie. She'll take a picture of her in it to remember it forever. She's at your house. Oh, you have a shirt. You give her an oversized shirt. Shoot, she's in love, dude. Now, we're not talking about older women. Older women don't have no feelings inside no more. <laughs> they ain't got no feelings inside. But give a girl, you know, we're talking about 25 and under. Give her your hoodie. Give her an oversized shirt. She just... She at home smelling it, sniffing it. <laughs> Dude, they are something else. <laughs> I'll tell you, women are some characters, man. Hey, if they wasn't so annoying on most of the time, if they wasn't so bothersome and pesty, they would be funny. It would be funny, but she'd be. I can still smell them. Every morning she wake up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But this is because their olfactory senses are heightened. We don't have this sense. We don't have this. Now, if there were some panties, we would be doing this to her panties. But you know what I mean? It's kind of weird. 
You ever have women leave her undergarments at your crib, her panties? You clean it up. You go to make your bed. You pull your sheets up. Bloom, panties fall to the floor. You like, uh-oh. <laughs> your animal instinct comes in like, oh, no. Am I going to really do this right now? Well, I'll go ahead and pick these up, and I'll put this in the dirty clothes hamper, or I'll save it for later. You pick them up. You like, you can't wait. You pick them up, and you be like this. <laughs> wait, straight face. <laughs> I didn't really sniff that, did I? I did sniff. <laughs> I'll sniff. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> and you feel like such a, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I just did that. And you did. You're an animal. You guys are nasty. Oh, that's nasty. You guys are nasty. It's <laughs> going straight to Oh, my God. You guys are despicable characters. You guys are reprehensible. But you know you can't avoid it. You can't avoid it. It's there. She's not around. You know you look around. Is anybody here? You like, hello, 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 hello. Nobody's in here. All right, let me get it quick. Anyway. <laughs> You looking at your you looking at your teddy bear on the side? Does that have a camera in it? You looking for cameras? It's got to be a hidden camera in here. Just a joke. It's just what it is, guys. You can we can't listen. We're animals. We're not we're not just this higher functioning human beings. We're animals. We got to do it. So they sniff us. We sniff them. It's like dogs. Dogs roll up and they just go right to the sniffing. Let me see what you got up under there. Mm, let me go around the back. Yeah, that's that thing. Hold on. Don't move real quick. We just like dogs. Now, let me just tell you, if there wasn't some morality and religion and all this stuff, we'd be walking up to each other sniffing. You'd be like, oh, girl, let me see that. Let me touch that real quick. Let me sniff. Okay, yeah, that one good. You ready? Just despicable human beings. All right. Oatmeal Danny says, focusing on my purpose and then back into jujitsu. Be careful out there, but shout out to you, man. <laughs> Pulling a Joe Biden. All right. Just the sniffing people. Okay. We got Judah is in the building. What does he say? He says, the Dr. Sebi of relationships. <laughs> the Dr. Sebi of relationships. Thank you, bro. I think that's a compliment. Love always wins says, wow. I like when she's in here. Uh, but yes, we would do it. We would do, we would be doing it. That's what we would be doing. It's sad. It's a sad commentary. But let's get back to the show. Okay. Don't tell me to get to the point. Just we just chilling, y'all. I mean, I could have wrapped this show up already. But uh, little Yachty, little Yachty is going to reveal that he's not interested in sex anymore. This is interesting. I wanted to play it. I'm gonna break it down and give you my opinion. Uh, little Yachty, you guys might have known him. He was in the Sprite commercial. He was also on the song Menace. Spread it out, spread it out, spread it out, mosh pit. He actually did good on that song. I didn't really know he was a good rapper until he was on that song. And it says Little Yachty 
says that he doesn't care about sex anymore. I think women probably think I'm gay. Let's hear what he has to say here. And I'll tell you why he might feel this way. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's play it again. I won't. I don't have sex. Mm-hmm. And I think women probably think I'm gay. I'm just, I don't care that much. It's like, I don't, I think a lot of times women think if they flying out to you like that, we have to have sex. Or like, that's on my mind. Right. And sometimes I just like to see what someone is like. Or even if I can be around them, because I usually can't. I think that's such an interesting concept, because I think women, yeah, they think that. And then this girl is a airhead, bruh. What in the world? If a dude is not trying to like get in their pants 24 seven, they're like, what's wrong with me? He's not into me, mm. blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, like maybe he's just not trying to be doing that 24 seven. I've just had so much sex that like it's diluted to me. I understand that as well. Yeah, like it's just, I, it's not, it doesn't even, it's not what I, it used to be. Like yeah. I get off more on just really laughing. Like, cause laughing is so good to mm-hmm. laugh and it's a real laugh. And it's like, yeah, we're laughing together. Cause a lot of times. Okay. Uh, that was a great clip right there by little Yachty. I don't disagree with him. I, I kind of know where he's coming from. All right. Although I don't think I, you know what I mean? I kind of know where he's coming from. So I think he's 26 years old. Um, He's been pretty much known for at least the last six years for sure. Maybe the last decade if you really want to talk about proper context. So 16, 17, 18, he became famous. Um, If he is a heterosexual guy, I know people might think he's a little fugazi, right? Or, or, or on the down low. I can't really tell. He could be. And he did not even, well, no, I mean, he did talk about women. So I was going to say, he didn't say sex with who, but he, he did mention women. But I, I think that, at that age, if you get what you get normally, if it becomes easy, it's going to be, you're going to lose the excitement for it. And the reason why a lot of men that are older still have that excitement and anticipation for sex is because they weren't getting that much when they were younger. So a lot of the fantasies that you have in your head, you're still playing it out. You're still playing it out. Like some of you guys never had an orgy. You've never been in there and you've had somebody in an open relationship, people watching. You've never been to a party. You've never been, to, you never had an attractive woman or you haven't had a many attractive women. You haven't had a woman with a certain body type. You've been just be- dealing with mastodons. You've been dealing with mastodons and you haven't dealt with somebody who's slim, thick, thick, proper thick or, or flat back. You haven't had like an attractive woman. So you still have an excitement. You're like, well, I still want to get this one. I, I haven't. This one's been out of my reach. So you still are trying to get that fantasy. And what you're probably going to find out is once you get that woman, you're not going, it's kind of going to be a dud. It, it's going to be kind of a disappointment, but a kind. it's going to be kind of weird. So then you're going to go, now I want two women. Now I want three. Now I want five. Now I want to be at a party. Now I want to do eyes wide shut. And this is what happens with people who have a lot of sex early, which is I'm, concerned about generation z and millennials they're already doing so much stuff that it wears it wears out the power wears out and this is why people do escalate their fetishes because they've already had so much missionary they've had so much already so then they gotta escalate it it's kind of like doing a drug you gotta get higher 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 every time and you're chasing that high in his case let's just assume 
that he's had a lot of sex with a lot of women and orgies and women would just drop the neck. He would just say it's barbecue. barbecue he's had that. to work very little, right? He's like, I had to work very little to get it. At that point, I can see what he's talking about. I can see what he's talking about. It makes complete sense. We're humans. We're just human nature. It's the same. I say we're humans. We're human. It's human nature. It's the same thing as a person that um, cohabitates with a person for 10 or 20, 30 years. They're not going to be excited about each other. There's, it's impossible. So they got to do all these other things to get excited about each other and fake it and do all of these things, right? Take Viagra. You know, they got to do a lot of things to get excited about it. So, yeah, he's already have had as much as he possibly can get any way he wants it. And he's at the point now where other things bring him pleasure other than that. Yeah, you got to role play. Yeah, you got to get into role playing. You got to do these things to create this excitement where he's like, that That doesn't, I've done all of that. He probably had furries. He's probably had, this dude probably has some stuff we don't even know about. He's had some stuff that he didn't know about. But some people will say maybe he's down low. Maybe he's gay. Maybe his testosterone's low. Maybe he's some, you know, he sounds, you know, he sounds a little special to me. He sounds a little special. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. That doesn't mean that he has low testosterone. Maybe he has low T, low motivation. I mean, you know, maybe he's not the most uh, ambitious, enthusiastic person in the world. There's a lot of explanations. But I'm looking at this for Generation Z. With their exposure to sex so early and their recklessness with their bodies and the high S STI rates, I think a lot of these people, as they get older, in their 30s and whatnot, it's going to be nothing to them. It's going to be nothing. It ain't going to be what it used to be. Everybody's already done it upside down, inside out. By the time they hit, you know, age 30. And then they'll do things and all that stuff. So I also think, He's being a character. Okay, he's being a character. I don't know his other personality, so I don't want to demean him. I'm not trying to demean him. But they, guys, by the, we talked about this. I talked about this about women emotionally disconnecting and having sex, either with professional athletes for money, sugar daddies, uh, OnlyFans. They can emotionally disconnect, but then once they, once they then meet you and want to get into a relationship, they already been pounded out. They can't. How do you re-engage emotionally? It's a weird thing that's going on in our culture that many women are exploring this and they are going to find out. Oh, I really didn't want to do it, but then they're going to get married or want to get married and they won't be able to give that man her soul. Right. We he says, I think he was turned out, turned out. Oh, that's another thing. Maybe he has a bad experience with it. Maybe when he was younger or something. I don't know. But I thought that was interesting, and I think it's a sign of the times. I think it's a sign of the time. Not many people will admit it. And I'm glad that uh, as much as we want to be critical of him, I'm glad he admitted it at least because it gives us a conversation. A lot of people are going to be like that. A lot of people are going to end up like that. But some dudes, y'all some fiends out here. Y'all some fiends. Yeah, that brother's starving. Y'all some fiends. Y'all can't get enough. Sometimes I'll be like, don't bring that thing back by me. No, 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 no. I'm done for the week. I'm like, go put that thing somewhere else. Put it up. This is what happens when you're dealing with younger women. They be always want to get frisky and stuff. You'd be like, oh, not again. Aren't you okay already? No. 
All right, let me go get a towel and wash off real quick. <laughs> let me wash off. All right, what are we doing here? Let me check the last. Yeah, some of y'all some fiends and hounds. I see y'all. I see y'all. Yeah, I got stuff to do. Uh, Eli says, sorry, coach, but I'll give Brittany Renner $500 to leave after she endures the abuse. Now, I wouldn't say, I'm not saying I wouldn't do that either. I definitely would do that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> wait, not that wrong button. I mean, I definitely would do that. But if she starts talking, the deal's off. I can't listen to her talk. She has one of the most annoying voices out there. She she has probably one of the top 10 most annoying voices out there, Brittany Renner. All right, yeah, but I don't think $500 is going to cut it, but she might be hungry. You know what I mean? She might be in a bind. Hey, Brittany, if you in a bind, there's some brothers that will take care of you. Teddy KGB drops in. That 1,400 match XX last night was above average, a seven to eight. The most, the most highly educated woman I have ever went out with, the emotional immaturity was off the charts. I asked her who she is without, wait, who she is without the education, and she literally shrugged her shoulders. Mm. So she had nothing else left but to tell you that she's highly educated. And that is a red flag. And let's go ahead and roll that. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. Yeah, she highly educated. But many times once you say, who are you beyond that? You'll find out she's just a normie. Most people, their job is their identity and their education is their identity. I remember I used to do that. And I, I you know, because I coach college basketball, I was proud of it. But I'd never, not never, I tried to not use that as my identity. Like, for instance, and this is just a lesson. If somebody asks, what do you do? Most people obviously would associate that with the question related to your job. And you would say what you do. Now, is that what you do? Is that what you live for? And what do you do for a living would make sense. But what do I do? For fun? What the, What do you mean what I do? For a hobby? What do I do for money? Or for instance, let me give you, a, let me give you another way to say this. Somebody might say, hi, my name is John. I'm an engineer. Now, to me, I think, somebody just said that engineering is life. I think that that is your identity now. <laughs> now, what if you lose that job? What are you now? I wouldn't say I'm an engineer. I would say I work as an engineer. Hi, my name is John. I work as an engineer. Because if I say I'm an engineer, then that's who I am as an identity, and that's not true. I just do this for work. <laughs> I just do this for work. So I try to phrase that. I work as this. What do you do? Okay, I do this. All right, this, I do this. I do stuff for fun. I just work. I work. Okay, but if I just identify myself as something and I lose that identity, some people can't handle losing that identity. They can't handle losing that identity. Hi, I'm an engineer. I, I'm a human resource officer. But then what if you're not anymore? You got to change your identity. Now, just to be fair, many people, I'm a deadbeat dad. Yes, me too. Most people, uh, throughout the history of the world 
their their job was their identity. As a matter of fact, in many cultures, that's how you got your last name. So we do have to be fair. I have to do be fair. Many of our cultures got their last name based on their occupation. This is why you had John Blacksmith. Okay, Mr. Baker, John Baker. Okay, so it was basically based on your occupation and your job. Blacksmith, John Smith. Right, or it would be named after a region. John North, John South, John of the South, John of the Baker. So, yes, John Gardner, John Stein, Johnny Appleseed, Johnny Miller. He, he was drinking beer. So that's kind of, you know, that's how we named ourselves. So it is a historical perspective of that's how we, we identify ourselves by our occupation. Yeah, John Bankman, John Carpenter. These are all indicative of either a job or a direction. So Kanye West, Kanye of the West. Adams, what was Adams? I, I think there was something related to that. But it, oh, that's a location. That's a location. John of Adamsville, right? I think Adams is a location. If I'm not sure, uh, sure, I'm pretty sure it is. Okay, Dick Buckkiss, Dick Buckkiss, yeah, Dick Buckkiss. I don't know what Dick Buckkiss. Anyway, I don't know how he got named, but your mama was doing some things, man. Your mama or your daddy and your bald-headed granny was in the street. Where's Dick Buckkiss at? <laughs> All right, anyway, Deacon Clap Cheeks. That's a great example. Deacon Clap Cheeks is a wonderful example of that. Oh, man. Did I get, oh, uh, I did get Nakia. The doctor said me of relationships. I hope that's a positive, Nakia. Is it Nakia? No government access. What I meant, Coach, was all of those ladies were probably having babies with their side dudes, but it was before the internet was so, uh, so the knowledge wasn't there. Okay, and you were saying that growing up before the internet, we thought people's mother side, oh, had the strong genetics. I got it now. Yes, with information, we're able to pull this stuff out way easier. The information age has actually killed a lot of, a lot of people's faith in humanity. Oh, the humanity. Okay, we got, let me check the PayPal just so I don't get behind. We got, uh, we're almost there. We're almost to the main event. I think we'll do two hours. Uh, is it Jay? I always call you Jabbar. We call you Jay Russell. I can't miss the 12 simps of Christmas, coach. Precisely what time are you streaming that morning? The YouTube notification systems be tripping hard. What I'm going to do is I'll put up the, I'll put up the card, you know, the preview way early. I probably will do it Friday morning so that it's up there. But I'm probably going to stream Saturday, not as early as 8.15, but probably 9, 9 a.m. I'm going to get like 30 minutes of extra sleep. Maybe if I get my preparation on. So count on it being about, what's well, just 9 o'clock West Coast time, which would be noon. It'd be noon on the East Coast. Last one. No government name. Super rare for me to catch a live show, so I got to celebrate with a little dodo. He says, Coach, you're light years ahead of the manosphere. And I hope the guys aren't lying to themselves thinking, no way that'll happen to me. He says, I got a good woman. Hit him with the, wait, hit him with the, that's you for me. All right, shout out to you. And that's you. Not my girl. 
It'll never happen to me. She'll never do that. Somebody says they think Brittany Renner got pretty feet. She looked like she got pretty feet. Yeah. She she right up my alley in terms of just being here laying in my bed. Just to be fair. I'll give her that. I know people are like, she a seven. She a six. No. I'm going to tear into that. <laughs> it's just what it's attached to. Hey, good. Some of the best prime peace leave is attached to a crazy chick. That's the problem. Some of the best, wildest interaction. This is what women have. This is the problem with women. Because y'all come in here being Mr. The Nice Guy, Mr. Gump. All right. She drying up like the Sahara Desert. But then she'll get some dude that she just ovaries backflipping. And then he pulling her hair. He ain't even taking his boxers off. He's just going right to the hole. Ankle. He got his pants around his ankles. He got a wife beater on, hat backwards, and cock. Tearing her up, drilling her, drilling her. And then you wonder, girls, why do all the bad boys get, why do all the good girls go for the bad guys? Well, <laughs> they really can't tell y'all because they would hurt y'all ego. They would hurt your egos. They would hurt every men's ego in the building. He just tearing that thing up. You don't even know. Toes up, toes curling. Rounds, do-rag on, just throwing her. Hey, get out of there. Dude, it's turning her, flipping her upside down, just pile driving her. Pow. <laughs> Whipping her into the rope. Oh, Tito Santana. Just dropping elbows on her, digging into her, digging. Roaring all in the inside. Roar. She ain't stopping nothing. She just getting flipped in turn. She's like, yes, whatever, ragdoll. Now you show up, ladies. Oh, you're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. You're just a beautiful woman. Oh, my God, your hair, your skin. Okay, lay down. Lay down. Can I touch you? Can I touch you? Can I kiss you? I just feel so, this is so special. Can, can, I, can I lay you on your back? You you get on the bed, you get on the bed and you lay her down. <laughs> you get you lay her down, you lay her down on the bed. Here, I don't want to be too rough. Was that a little too rough? Now would you like it nice and slow? Seven o'clock on the dock. I'm in the drop top, cruising the street. You asking her, oh, you just so beautiful. You putting on the ooh, ah, ooh, ah. You asking her. She's sitting there. Can you take your shirt off? You try to take her shirt off. You know, it's all weird. She she laying there. You try to get her shirt over her head. She got her shirt halfway over and it's all weird. Oh, can you, you back off? Can you take that off? She's like, she sits up. Thank you very much. Uh, lay back down. And then you trying to get her bra. You back there with the two fingers, just a fumbling. Oh, what kind of bra is this? This is a weird bra. I normally can get this off. I'm trying to get, she like, You try to get the pick. You try to take it off right here. Okay. Would you like it nice and slow? Do you like, do you like it? Do you like this? Do you like it? Mm. She like, this is crazy. You about to roar five strokes in. Don't wiggle your hips. Hold on for a second. 
Don't don't breathe. Roar. You leave it in. <laughs> don't talk. Don't breathe. Don't don't exhale. Don't do nothing. She like, did you did you did you already you already no just give me a couple of minutes. <laughs> you like roar. <laughs> Give me a couple minutes. It's normally don't happen. <laughs> Am I hurting you? Is this okay? Now. <laughs> you, you on the other hand, you on the other hand, that's you. Okay, that's you. And that's you. Meanwhile, she meet a dude ugly he ugly ashy lips he just grab her by the red right here by the scruff of the neck he grab her by the scruff of the neck and her and her belt and just throw her in the bed all right here we go all right here we go boom he don't say nothing he don't even look in her eyes he don't kiss her he just get the he don't even go in he don't even wait till it's ready he just be like let's go Ashy ankles. He grabbing her ankles. He just doing whatever he want to her. She just in heaven. Oh my God. This is exactly. Wow. I love a man that can take charge. Pounding. And guess what? That's what they want. That, that Dude, when you find out, <laughs> he fold her ass up like this. Fold. Fold. Boom. Fold her up like a little letter from the second grade. Now you, on the other hand, this is what we want with women. Like we would want her to be freaky, right? You want it. And then the first time you find one, your mind is blown. And then you find out she crazy. She cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yahoo! Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And you're like, man, why do I, why do I keep letting this girl get around? Because she got that good good. That's what it is. And we got to figure out, we got to be able to explain that to each other without hurting each other's feelings. Because guys, our egos can't handle the fact that your girl has been allowing you to be with her intimately and you ain't satisfying her. You're not doing it right. <laughs> You're not doing it right. You ain't folded it up. All right. You ain't taking her leg, pushing it back there. You ain't like you haven't been doing it right. You've been doing it, caressing her. Now, the one secret is the dude to be pound the town in her. One day he caresses her. One day he takes it nice and slow. She really in love. He can't get rid of her. She can't, he can't get rid of her then because one night he'd be like, all right, let me take it nice and slow. She's going to be like, oh, my God. It's all about tempo. You got to mix it up with women. Got to mix it up. You can't just pound town them every time. No, nah, they want it. They want it. But one day, just bring it Just bring it down a notch. Bring that shit down. Look in her in the eye. Give her a kiss. She's going to be like, oh, my God, boy. Caress her hair. You take it nice and slow. You ain't got to pound town it out. You give her that. It's over. That woman's yours. She yours. Just go ahead and give her a chain with your initials on it. Give her your letterman jacket. Give her every hoodie you have. That's your girl. Mm. Yep. Put that Isley brother on. Ooh, baby, baby.
making love between the sheets. It's over. Snatch. He says, snatched her soul. That girl is yours for as long as you want. Maybe not forever, but she's yours. All right. Anyway. So you guys got beat over the door. Mix it up. I know this is sad because we talk about Chad and Tyrone, but it is. She gonna. He says, I'm giving away our. He says, you giving away our secrets. Don Juan, I know. I'm giving away secrets. But women will tell you that is the secret and least to catch them at least for a little bit. That's that warm embrace. But there are some cycles out here. Yeah, but some of these women that you do that with, you don't want them to be yours. You don't want them to be yours. And you inadvertently, you inadvertently do it not knowing that you're never going to get rid of that woman for a long time. With that being said, not a lot of dudes do that. And that's why you can't get rid of girls. That's why you get these people acting funny. You'd be like, man, my girl tripping. You know why she tripping? Because you, you going knee deep. Your, your tempo, you, you, you're doing it too. You're doing it too well. <laughs> you got to stop. I always told you, you got to stop going knee deep on them. You got to stop digging. Where Steph is cold. Steph is cold. You got to stop digging them out. Digging till they bust. You got to stop doing it. If you dig, 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 like you be in there and she just grabbing your shoulders and you down there just grabbing her, just digging, you go knee deep. Y'all got to stop giving them the knee deep. All right, just give them the five stroke special and be like, well, I guess that's all I had. Bye bye. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, you just push. You giving them the push and shove. Stop giving them that. I tell my dudes in the red pill, red, red pills, don't dig, don't dig on them. All right. Just give them enough and then make her think, all right, I don't know about this guy. Speaking of changing her mind, when women change their mind, you're in big trouble. Let's show you this woman here. I told you surrogacy. Surrogacy is an option for you. But uh, this is a woman that got on Facebook and played the victim when she volunteered to be a surrogate. If I'm not mistaken. And once they, the thing when you're talking about dealing with uh, women in their mind, because there's no accountability and responsibility because of that, they can change their mind and become the victim at any point. So let me read what's going on here. This is a woman who volunteered to be a surrogate. And now she's pissed after the result. This is kind of how women deal with things. If they don't get the result they want, they change their mind about the entire association. So you went through the legal process. You got your lawyers. You got your agreement. She got her agreement. She got paid. She got treated well. She got free health care or health care paid for. And then she popped the baby out. Boom. Now she's mad. Thoughts that haunt me still from my surrogate experience. Thought number one, why did they not let me hold her? It's obvious, okay, because you, they don't want the baby to bond and connect with you. I'm sure that that's the reason why, because if they let you hold the baby, then you probably would never let the baby go. Everybody probably knows that. Next one. Why was the match a meet? Wait, why was the match meeting a lie? I don't know what that means. Why did they promise my kids to spend Christmas together? Just to keep you going. You got their baby in your belly. Okay. So I got to tell you whatever I need to tell you to get you to the finish line. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 What else does she have to say? 
She says, why did they leave the hospital without saying bye? It's obvious. You're going to change your mind and screw up the entire thing. So I got to get this baby out of here. Bye-bye, bitch. Our, our, our agreement is over. I'm sorry. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. It's done. I owe you nothing after this. But if she does pitch a hissy fit, she might be able to um, mess the entire thing up. Why did my kids not get to meet her? Obvious. Obvious. You don't want these kids to get an attachment to the baby and then be asking you, mommy, where's the baby? I miss the baby. I miss my little sister in there. And then you'd be like, well, well you'll never see her again. You know? Mm. <laughs> he says, you were the oven and appliance. Just unplug it. Bloop. All right. We ain't got to say bye. Just skedaddle with the kid. Don't let this. Look, that's not the right one. But the kid's not yours. Now, I know they probably made some promises um, just to get you to the finish line because, again, you got the merchandise in, the, in, in, in your body. So they might have said some things to get across here. But it's odd that even though you made the agreement to this, meaning you volunteered, you signed legal documents, you went through the process, and then you're acting like the victim? What in the world? This is weird. This is weird. And I don't know if women can come up with a scenario of men changing their mind. I know, ladies, whatever we tell you before sex is all a lie. So it's not that we changed our mind. It's that we just came to our senses. All right. So just understand that. And most of the time we lied too. So not only did we lie, we came to our senses. And you don't look as attractive as you did prior to whatever I was telling you. We had to do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Women are like, there's no excuse for that. No, I'm sorry. We had to lie. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here doing what we're doing. So are we cool with that? No. Okay. I got a sexual assault case. Okay. So ladies, and this is what people, what do you, what do you tell your daughter? Men are going to lie to you. And she still ain't going to believe me. So I'm wasting my breath because people are like, what would you tell your kids in this? Whatever a dad tells their kid, they ain't going to believe. All right. They need an uncle to tell them. That's why I'm here. They need Uncle G. Well, they need CGA. Uncle CGA. They need your uncle to tell the real. Somebody said, um, no. Love always wins. What are you talking about? Um, no. Yeah. Came to our senses. Ladies, you guys look way uglier after sex. I'm just letting y'all know. You, you drop down at least three points. Most of y'all, most of y'all, like 90% of y'all afterwards, way uglier. I don't know if y'all know that. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know that. It ain't even close. Uh, how ugly y'all look after sex. I mean, it's, I mean, I wish women would know that. You know what I mean? That's something that we should be able to tell you without you getting offended. But. See, now they're saying I'm mean. Crystal's saying I'm mean. We got ladies in there. They're saying I'm mean. I'm not trying to be mean. And if we're really one of the nasty boys, we are disgusted at what we did to get to the point at where we are. We're disgusted with ourselves. So you might, why are you quiet? I'm disgusted with myself. I'm sorry. This is why I'm quiet. I can't believe what I did and I just done. So I don't want to talk because I don't want to be here no more. I really want to go away. I want to get away. 
I wanna fly away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be here no more. I want to go home. <laughs> it's like, what am I doing? Like, why did I do this to myself? It's just reprehensible. I mean, this is a truth. I wish men could tell you the truth. And women are like, you just, this is this, honey, some woman's listening in the background. You don't really think that about me, do you? No, honey. You're the most beautifulest woman in the world. I never have regrets. I never come to my senses. I never have post-nut clarity. You are more beautiful after I'm finished with you. But me, on the other hand, we got to tell the truth. So at that point, we didn't change our mind. We just came to a new sense of reality. And that all has to do with blood flow. So, ladies, I just want you to know it was the blood that got us there. The blood got us here. You realize to make this function, the hydraulic system that is functioning below, the blood has to leave this area of the brain. The blood's up here when you're talking. Then when I become interested in you, the blood leaves here and goes here. Hydraulic system operates. This is a very, very complicated system. People take this for granted. To get this thing to operate, the body needs to get going here. So now that the blood's down there, there's not much blood up here no more. And then that means we're not thinking as clear. That means we're willing to do what or something. Now, afterwards, and we didn't did this right here, we didn't. After we bust, the blood returns back to the head, and then we start looking at you. And now our brain and our eyes, you know, your eyes are connected to your brain. You know what I mean? Your eyes start getting blood back into the damn brain and your eyes start looking like. Did I really do that? You've reached a new low. You've reached a new low. This is. Oh, the humanity. I didn't think it was that bad. Now, while I was doing it, it wasn't that bad. But now that I'm finished, you haven't even. <laughs> you still touching her butt. You know what I mean? After you busted it, you feel it. Wow, what, what, what is this? What is this? Um, this is. And, and guys, at first. Oh, by the way, if you want to know. I don't know. This isn't even a subject matter. If you want to know. This is what a lot of men get when they treat you bad afterwards. Ladies, have you ever experience this when a guy is with you intimately and then they start talking bad about you and they treat you bad and they get cold. Now that guy hasn't understood what happened and he starts calling you names. Sometimes they even will call you a 304. They will call you nasty. Oh, I can't believe you did that. What do, what do you mean, guy? You were just doing that with her, but they'll call you names. Oh, you just a nasty and you nasty guys never do that. You guys got to give them a W. That's a W. They were nasty with you. Be happy. But guys that do that, that's their coming to their senses, and they don't know how to handle it mature-wise, so they have to then berate you. They have to then call you names. They have to then say you're nasty because you did something that they wanted, but you actually followed through on it. That's an immature guy. That's an immature guy. Guys that do that, 
their immaturity is off the roof. So then guys then progress to just being quiet. Oh, shit. Somebody said that's mature. Calling them names. No, 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 no. That's how you catch a case. That's how you get bricks. That's how you get tire slash. That's how you get the police called to your house. That is not mature. That's how you get the police called to your house. That's how knives get withdrawn. That's how knives come out the damn cabinets. Do not do that, guys. That is not mature. Whoever said that is not mature. Then you start figuring out real fast. I better be quiet about this and figure out how fast can I get out of the house? Yeah, that's how you get your car key. That's how she tell everybody you got a short Johnson, right? Okay. But then you figure out how can I leave fast? That's your next level of maturity. You call them names, you dis disrespect them. Then you want to get out of there as fast as possible. But then you figure out, yeah, that don't work out too well either. If I just bust up, get up, and put on my white Ewans, that hasn't worked out well either. The woman still acts crazy. So the next step is, oh, look at the time. I think I have about 20 more minutes left. I have about 20 more minutes left. And then I got to go. I have an early meeting right about 4.35 a.m. Yes. So let's get our last couple of things in. Let me wash off in the sink. Let's get our last bits of conversation in. Let's wrap this shit up and I'll do a little bit of aftercare. Yes, I'll say good. I'll still kiss you on the cheek. You know what I mean? You'll try to roll over round two. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I round two. Not tonight. I think it's going to be time to go. Yes. I got a, I got a plane to catch a red eye. I actually, I can get out now. The, pl the flight's leaving now. I got to get out. Mm. I just remember. Now, if you didn't bust, you would still be stroking. You wouldn't have to leave at, oh, it's 1130 already? 1130? Oh, my God. My alarm's going to be off. Go off in three hours. I got to get back home. Did you have a good evening? You did? Oh, man, I appreciate you. I really do. And you walking out the door, putting on your stuff. Uh, it's not that I have to leave. I normally would spend the night, but not tonight. I normally would spend the night and we would be going through in four rounds, but not tonight. I'll, I'll see you again. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, what's your name again? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't say that. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> have to walk my dog. My dog's been in the cage for six hours. So you're good. Are we good? Listen, I, I don't want to treat you like that. I hate the hit and run. You're a good woman. You're a good woman and you're one of the best I've ever had. Yes, you. And you're prettier afterwards too. Yes, you are. Uh-huh. What if she's at your place? Oh, boy. It is. looks like I really do have to get up early in the morning. I know you understand, don't you? Hey, listen. Why don't we set up the next time we're going to see each other, huh? Yes. How about next year? Yes, next year. Let's put it in our calendars. Yes. And I want you to think about this. Why don't we de delete our tenders, right? I think we have something going on good, right? Yeah. Um, I've left your clothes in a pile right there. I managed to put it in a pile. There it is right there. I'm going to go wash off real quick. You know what I mean? And then I'll walk you out to the door. <laughs> yeah, I got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, good. I know you got to get home too. Yes, you got to be at work tomorrow. Uh-huh. You walk her to her car. 
It's outside. You hoping the neighbors don't see you. You walk her out. She taking her time. She taking her time getting dressed. You come out after washing yourself off. She's still in the bed. You're like, oh, damn, she don't get the point. Hey, guys, at that point, she knows you're trying to kick her out. Just so you know, she knows you're trying to rush her out the door. So she knows you're trying to kick her out. So she's running delay game on you. When she runs delay game on you, keep your calm. <sighs> Take deep breaths. <sighs> Don't snap on her. If you snap on her, you fumble the bag. You're going to fumble the whole day now. And you're going to mess up getting her back a couple of days later. Don't fumble it. Don't just. <sighs> okay, let me do this. Oh, I think I left my earrings back upstairs. Let me go back upstairs. I think I left my earrings. Oh, this bitch. God dang. All right, this bitch left her earrings. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. I bet you all the girls leave earrings at your house, don't they? She started in that bullshit. She started talking about, I bet all the girls do this. I bet all the girls. I bet you do this to all the girls. Yeah, that's that insecurity coming in. Yes, all the broads leave earrings. I got a pile over here. If you left your earrings, they'll be in a pile. Don't Don't worry. Or she start hitting you with that. She just delaying. Somebody says, this is a, I'm a game coach. What is this? This is game. I hate when dudes do that. They'd be like, oh, this is good. You're doing dating coaches. No, I'm not. This has nothing to do with dating coaches in game. Yes. All the earrings and the bracelets and the hair ties and all the necklaces and all the, what are those things called? What are those things called with a pin? All the hair pins, all of that shit, all the watches, the cheap ass watches from Robinson May, May Company, and all that shit. Yeah, that's all over there. Yeah, you got to go all the scrunchies. So, yeah. And it's time to go ahead. Yeah, all the barrettes, all the little beads, all the little things, the glitter and all that shit, the lip glop. They left their little lip glop on the, on the, on the counter. You know, the lip glop, they got to squeeze with the little stuff with the glitter on it. Yeah, they left their lip glop. All right, yes, come on. <laughs> oh, man. He says, the reason why we delay is because you rush us out. We think another girl is coming over, and we want to catch her not coming over. Oh, listen, we got delay game for that, too. We got delay game for that. Don't, don't worry about all that. I got my stuff spaced out enough. You never catch another girl, but sometimes they do be trying to delay. And you're like, oh, damn, this girl, man, the other girl going to be coming. So, yes, that's what you do. You just like, look, yes, I want to see you again. Let's meet, let's meet up. Let's meet, let's meet up. Let's put it in your calendar. I'm going to text you right now. What day? Put it in your calendar. Get her ass up out of there. Now, once you go outside, you close the door. All right, good. And then you close the door finally. Oh, shit, I'm glad she's gone. You rush back to the house. You rush back to the house. You get in the door. You close your door. Hey, ladies, this is what we do when you leave the house. This dream is not important, by the way. When you leave the house and we finally get you out the crib, we go, oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. We go to the bathroom. We piss the AIDS out. We wash up. We get the steel bar soap. Oh, my God. This it's jump in the shower. My Lord, take all the sheets off, put new sheets on, take the pillowcase off. God damn, man, what do I do this for? I spent four hours trying to get a couple pieces of peace sleep. You mad. You don't wasted mad time. You can't. Finally, you can hear yourself. Your ears are ringing. You can hear yourself think, oh, my God, this girl ain't. Like, 
brushing your teeth off, brushing your tongue. Oh my God, you finally get dinner because you didn't have dinner, right? You, she came over to the crib around eight o'clock. You skipped dinner because you didn't want your breath smelling like garlic chicken. So now, now you can go eat. Let me go down, get something to eat, microwave something, get some rice in my belly. Okay, all right, good. Brush my teeth, go to bed. Good Lord. She ping you, ping, ping, made it home, baby. Oh, I want to see you again soon. Oh, my Lord. Take the phone. See you again. Good night. <laughs> you wasted hours. Good Lord, my Lord. Jesus. <laughs> Just crazy. Ignore mute. You wake up in the morning. Oh, man, I pass right out. Pass right out. I didn't see your text. Man. <laughs> now, what women think we do, what women think we do, we walk back in floating on cloud nine. Oh, it was the most wonderful, exhilarating experience. I'm thinking about her right now. Please text me when you get home. I miss you already. <laughs> I miss you already. Can't wait to, for you to text me to tell me you got home. Oh, my God. This was so fabulous. It was a day I was looking forward to. And she finally gave her my, her, finally gave her, she finally gave me her body. Oh, it was so special. Let me call up all my friends. Oh my God, this wonderful woman came over. We spent hours talking before she would finally lay down. I wasn't in a rush. Dude, I want to tell you about her. She's wonderful. And she was wonderful. She was nasty too. And she was crazy. And she talked a lot. She talked so much. We have a great connection. <laughs> Did you get done with him? Dude, homie, homie, she's wonderful. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> he like, get out. Get out and out of my hair. Lord, have mercy. I'm smelling my beard. Oh, this is disgusting. I'm just going to take a couple of days for this to get out of my beard. Mm. <laughs> All right, ladies, y'all, y'all ready for this truth? All right, this isn't, forget that story. Are y'all ready for that truth? Let me get to the super chats. Can you come back and wrap me in your warm embrace? Is that possible, ma'am? Is that possible? To wrap you in my warm embrace and I make it last forever, yes, babe. I catch a glimpse of heaven yeah. when you let me wrap Somebody said, you Lysol and stuff. You Lysol and stuff. What did she touch? Oh, my God. You for breezing everything. You for breezing the couch. You for breezing the pillowcases. You for breezing everything. You throwing bleach on all the sheets. Damn, they good. Mm. <laughs> you won't even say another word. You won't even say another word to another human being for another eight hours. You're like, I'm all talked out. You lighting incense and all kind of stuff. Like, oh, man, my goodness. Game. Thank God she left. Taking the little Clorox bleach things, washing everything down. Oh, my God. What is she touching in there? She was in my bathroom. Then you seen her then looked in. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, anyway, shout out to the ladies here. Y'all being good sports. Boy, they are mad. Yeah, you lighting the candle. You opening windows. Whoosh. Hey, you ever do that? Look. 
you ever open the window, you know, because you got to close the window. You don't want your neighbors to hear. So then you finally open the window because the stagnant, there's a stagnant scent, spirit, and it's called Badusi. It's stagnant in the room. You finally open that window and all of that rush out, whoosh, right out the damn door, right out the damn window, whoosh. You light a candle, it's gone in 15 minutes. Gone. <laughs> it been waiting to get out. It been standing at the window like, let me out. As soon as you open the window, it go out into the world. <laughs> so I said, burn your clothes. <laughs> Whatever clothes you wear, you hanging them over the bathtub or the shower. You don't even put them in the hamper. You're like, that's going to need a day. That's going to need a day over the bathtub. That goes over there. Before you put them with the dirty clothes. Otherwise, you put them with the dirty clothes, they're going to have that scent on all your clothes. Then you're going to do. Where the ladies at? Where the ladies at? Shout out to the ladies, man. Y'all being good sports, man. We just. <laughs> We're just having fun. We're telling the truth with a little bit of fun. Don't, don't, don't be. Somebody said, leave it on the floor. Yeah, attention all ladies. Attention all ladies. All right, we just having fun at y'all expense. This is good. But by the way, ladies, there's there's truth in almost everything that I said, like all of it. So don't think you're the exception to the rule. Not me, though. Not me. Yes, you. She's like, can I spend the night? I'll make you breakfast in the morning. Oh, damn. I'm intermittent fasting. <laughs> I don't want breakfast. Can you just go home? Just go on to the crib. <laughs> the lady's like, not me, though, right, coach? Not me. If your feet are pretty, I might let you stay. You got to have pretty feet, though. You ain't just going to be all up in my bed with them damn crawdads attached to your ankles. Oh, no, you're not. Oh, no, you're not. Okay, let's get to these super chats and get, get, get on out of here. Oh, we got, uh, did I get these brothers? Yeah, they want to stick around. I don't eat breakfast. All right, I'm on a diet. No, I don't want nothing. No, no, no. Go home, go home, go home. Well, I can't really go home at 2 in the morning, you know. I'll drive you. I'll be driving women to the crib, man. I drive them. As much as I don't want to, I'll be like, all right, let's go. Here we go. Hey, if you join me on my locals, I show you, I film you going out. Ladies, you don't know this, but I will catch a video of you leaving my house on my phone. I will get my phone. I'll be walking out. All right, there she is leaving. <laughs> right. And I showed you on locals that I do that. I showed you proof. Now, that's why you need to join my locals. But I will drop your ass off or Uber, whatever. I don't want to Uber, dude. That's just too much. That's too risky. I will drop your ass off. Come on, let's go. Get in the car. Let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Somebody said they better Uber. Nah, I'd be watching too much Dateline. If you Uber a woman at 2 a.m., what kind of Uber driver are you putting them on? Nah, because if she disappears, the Uber driver and you got a story to tell. Somebody the last person to see them. And they're going to go on their little phone. Nah, Uber too risky at 2 in the morning. So I'm dropping your ass off. I don't care. I'll be driving down. If you if you follow my Porsche Instagram, a brother caught me on the late night creep. Hold on for a second. Let me show y'all. All right. 
A brother called me on a late night creep. It was a friend of mine. He's an artist around here. He was like, man, I saw you last night driving. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Damn, caught me on the Juco late night creep. What the? Let me see here. Look, can y'all see it? Oh, you know what? I might be able to pull it up on my. I might be able to pull it up on Instagram. I was going to Hassan Campbell show you. But Hassan Campbell, you ain't got no skills like this. Shout out to Hassan Campbell. He called me on the late like creep and he sent me the video. He was like, hey, man, I saw you. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh, caught. He recorded it, <laughs> passing me up. Look, there I am. Hold up for a second. Let me let me replay it. Let me get the proper sound effects. <laughs> I was like, let's bring that ass on. Drop that ass off. Caught. <laughs> Caught that ass, bro. I was like, yeah, that was me. We the only two people on the road. All right, only two people on the road. So you know, late night creep. Hold on for a second. Let's get it going again. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's unmistakable. Hey, not many cars look like that. Not many cars look like that, bro, man. Oh, man, caught me, man. I was like. <laughs> dropping her off 2 a.m. You got to get. You got to get to the crib, get inside. You watch her get in the house. You watch her put the keys in, watch her get in the house, watch her close the door. All right, you be like, I'm out. <laughs> I believe in aftercare, man. I, I ain't trying to catch no cases, no nothing. I'm sending you home. I ain't trying to leave nothing up to chance. I've watched too many Dayline episodes. private investigator looking trying to catch out where it is they're like what oh, he was the pay yeah maybe he was okay we got jeff says neighbors think you're cleaning up a crime scene henry i think he killed that girl p.s he says nasty boys don't change the sheets shout out to the nasty boys especially at that hour especially at that hour yeah you just going and sleep in it Uber ride shares in general. Uh, We got D Rose here from another one. He says, not going to lie, Brittany Renner had me on pearly things with them legs out. I'm a leg guy myself. Um, Her and her pretty feet can get it, but unfortunately the dark side of me will let her tie me down and degrade me. Oh man. He says, maybe the calls for the buzzer or the clown show. Yeah. Don't let her dominate you. Yeah, Do not let a Brittany Renner dominate you. I don't believe in women dominating me. That's not me. All right. Uh, Eugene says, if you want her soul, just take her to do do Dubai. There's no way she'll ever recover from that. Yeah, she'll need therapy. Macaroni Tony, hey, keep it down, player. He says on the sniffing examples, you us nasty boys got to keep some of our secrets. Ladies, the ladies. Oh, that's nice. The four ladies that were in here today got a real glimpse of men. And they're still going to be like, not all men think like that guy, that guy, CGA. 
Lawar Moore boots getting knocked from here to Czechoslovakia. Boots getting knocked here to Czechoslovakia. Two on the top, one on the bottom. Last guy. Anyway, rational rationality. When the three or four ask my job type, I say, I'm homeless. I'm homeless. <laughs> so I said, flip the mask, flip the masters. Sheldon Ross, LOL, this man is speaking my life right now. I'm currently late to work because of this. Don't be late to work. Don't lose your job. But 95% of men know what I said is true. And I wish we could tell ladies that this is true, but then they get all offended. Kodak White, 12 play, going crazy during the sex. Go, yes, indeed. All right, Peaches is here now, Coach. They want me to spend the night so I can make breakfast. As long as you follow this rule, and ladies... I've challenged you on this. We're almost done with the stream. I've challenged you, ladies and peaches. You must know the secret. I've taught you right, right? I've trained you right, right? You've come over and I've trained you the right way. Ladies, do this. And you might get to stay. You might get to stay. I'm going to tell you how to stay. First of all, don't be marginally attractive before we start having sex with you. Because then you're going to look ugly by the time we finish. But... This is how you stay. I want you to do this. Make a sandwich and be silent. Yes. After he's done, just after he's done and he rolls off of you and he's lying there, don't say anything. For the next five minutes, don't touch him. Don't say anything. Don't move. Don't ask a question. Nothing. Then what you're going to do is you're going to get up. You're going to turn the water on and get it so it's warm. Get the water warm. Go find a rag. Dip it in the water. Wring it out. First of all, get the water hot, hot. Wring the rag out. Now, don't say anything. Still be quiet. Don't say nothing. Don't start a conversation. Don't ask how the Lakers are doing. Don't ask if I see anything on Netflix. Don't ask what I'm thinking. Like, don't say nothing. Then bring it over to him. Don't hand it to him. Don't drop it on his chest. Clean the man up. Clean him up. He wants to be cleaned. He feels dirty right now, just like you. Then what you're going to do, then what you're going to do is lay next to him. Get back in bed. Lay next to him, and you can start to touch him. You can start to touch him now. Then ever so slightly, you can get close to him. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Now, if he talks, you can respond back, but very short sentences. Yes, no, maybe so. At that point, you might be able to stay a little bit longer. Then I might let 15 minutes go by, 20 minutes and go, I guess I could get another quick round. Then he might give you two. Or he might proceed to be like, ah, and what he what he's eventually going to do, this is what you want him to do. This is what you want him to do. If you catch him like that, He's not getting out of bed. He's not going to brush his teeth. He's not going to change the sheets. 
you're going to be there. You can stay there for as long as you want. You got him dozed off. He in deep sleep. He ain't comatose. And don't take no pictures. Don't take no pictures of him. Don't move. Just let him ride that shit out. Snoring, mouth open, breathing. Don't complain that he snores. Don't interrupt his sleep. Just be there. Just don't say nothing. You'll be able to stay. <laughs> You'll stick around. You won't interrupt it. But see, what gets y'all in trouble is y'all start talking. Y'all start talking and asking questions. Men cannot have conversations after this. We're not built for this. Women get energized. Oh, wow. <laughs> or they're nervous or they're kind of just weird. So they're kind of, what do you mean? And what are you thinking? And what do you think? Can we plan a trip to go to Jamaica, Cabo San Lucas, Cancun? Maybe we can plan. I bet you our babies will look great. I bet you. What do you want? Do you want me to leave? I bet you want me to leave. Nope. Just shut up. We don't want to talk. <laughs> they start jumping at this and that. And I know what we want to do. What we doing tomorrow? What you want for breakfast tomorrow? Shh. Cares, man. Forget about all that. <laughs> they try to negotiate with you. Let me see your phone. I bet another girl's coming over at nine thirty. I bet. And would you be quiet? Let me just go to sleep and nod off. And then what you do? If you really want to win them over, is about six in the morning. Police at my door. Six in the morning. Wake up. Arise. Put your face back on. Don't let them see you. How you were when you woke up, wipe the crust out your eye, put your put your mascara back on in your eyeliner, put your lip gloss on, brush your teeth. Then go downstairs. Find the bacon, the pancake mix, the milk, the orange juice. And get it going. <laughs> so that the first time, first thing I do. Is what? Smell baking crackling. I can hear and smell baking crackling. I hear the roosters. <laughs> Did she get up and make her brother some bacon? She got the coffee. Now, I'm going to tell you where you mess up, ladies. This is where you mess up on every single man. Are you listening? The ladies are listening is when you don't get your ass up and then you say to the dude by the time he wake up out of his slumber and you ask him, so what's for breakfast? You have now moved to the bottom of his rotation. You are now at the bottom. There's there's no coming back from this, by the way. You think you want some independent and <laughs> you think you want some, oh, ah, what's for breakfast? You make me breakfast. That is not cute. I'm going to let you know that sassy bullshit is why y'all single. That's going to keep your ass single when you open your mouth and you say that shit. That's a violation. You just disrespected the entire process. Go ahead and move your ass down to the bottom. I'll see you when I see you. You got to go to work. Bye-bye, bitch. And you're going to be texting me. Hey, we get back together. Nah, man. Mm. What, are you, what are we having for breakfast? What, bitch? Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, what? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Where are we going for breakfast? Oh. Mm. 
You better go in and get them damn Cocoa Krispies up in that damn thing. Get them crispy critters and go in and get the milk. Forget about it. You done here, baby. Hey, yo. It's barbecue in there. You better go and get that barbecue. The hell. And then they wonder why men don't, men don't want. No. If you ask a man or tell a man that what's for breakfast, you are a wrap. It's a wrap. I don't care what you think. Not me. Yes, you. It's a wrap. You move, and don't be marginally attractive to ugly at that point that you said it with your hair all pointing in five different directions. All right. You know, when they wake up and the hairs are like this, or if they got curly hair, it now looks like a lion. Or they got one hair side of their hair is up and the other side is matted down. And then they're like, oh, what's for breakfast? Oh, you're out. <laughs> you're out. Okay. You don't realize what you just did. But you are moved to the bottom of the wreckage. And there's not anything coming back. You can't come back. You're with, And you're not getting invited back. Mm. What you just did. What you just did with this relationship. Game over. You're not coming back from this, ladies. I don't care what kind of men you have out there. It's a, it's a rapsky. Okay. Faith says men should be honest and women should ask questions when it comes to what they really want. If you just want to smash, men should just say that. Good women deserve better, but it is ultimately up to us to know that. Faith, not so fast. I know what you're doing here. No. No, 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 no. No man can just say, I I mean, listen, there are some people that will say, I just want to smash. Shout out to Mode One and Alan Roger Curry. Generally, that doesn't work. That's somewhat of a bad advice. All right. It's bad advice for men. Now, I know. You want to know that a man just wants to smash. Ladies, Faith, I'm going to tell you how you can know. <laughs> Love always wins, just said it. But we as women know they just want to smash. Exactly. Exactly. If I'm interested in you, if I go up to you and I say, hi, my name is Greg. I want to meet you. I want to hit it. Mm. I'm trying to hit. Now. I can fast pimp or slow pimp it. Like, for instance, I might not want to sleep with you. I might not intend to sleep with you, but if it happened, it happens. I might not push for it, but if it happened, it happens. Like, if I don't push for it and you don't do it, I'm not disappointed. But if I was just trying to get it real fast and I did everything and invited you over and did all this and wasted eight hours with you and didn't get it, I would be disappointed, right? But look, here's the thing, Faith. We all trying to get them skins. All of us. Yes, all of them, all of us. Otherwise, there would be no interest. We wouldn't we wouldn't even open our mouths and part our lips to look at you and talk to you. We wouldn't say anything. We all trying to get it. And if you gave it to us, we ain't going to turn it down. Most of us ain't turning it down. Well, I guess if you're offering it up. <laughs> They all want to hit it. Yes, your male friends want to hit. If you offered it to them, they would take it. So this idea that you want to know what, what our intentions are, know what our intentions are, that should be on the table. Now, from the guy's perspective, this is the same as when guys say, women, if you are interested in us, say something. Right now, that's where the confusion is, right? Because a woman's like, oh, I showed him interest. I looked at him for 1.9 seconds. And he should have known. 
guys generally aren't going to get the hint and pick up on hints and subtleties anymore because it's not in our culture. So men need to have overt communication. You need to put yourselves out there because you're the most, you're selecting the most. Now there's game guys that are going to say something ob uh, opposite or that's the whole choosing signals. And even those get messed up, mixed up. A woman's just being nice and polite. Hi, how are you? She working at the retail store doing groceries. Hi, how are you? Are you having a great day? And your dumb ass think it's a choosing signal. <laughs> choosing signal, right? She's interested. She's smiling. She's looking at me. Her eyes are gleaming. She's doing what she needs to do at the job. Because soon as you say to the cashier, yeah, I see you choosing, bitch. I see you choosing on me. And she's going to go, what? What do you mean I'm choosing on you? I'm kind of at work right now. She's playing a role. She's playing her job. Most of the time, you'll find out that those women are brand new on that job. They're brand new. They ain't been there but for three days. So what in her mind is, she's going through the training manual. I need to engage. I need to smile. I need to ask you if you need help five times. I need to follow you around. I need to tell you about this shit. Now, what we don't get it. We acting like, oh, this girl's interested in me. She hanging around. She touch. What about this product right here? Oh, this product is fantastic. She goes in her manual training. Oh, this product has this and that, this and that. We think this shit is a choosing signal. She just trying to keep her job. <laughs> she just trying to keep her freaking job. She just trying to show the manager. You see how I handled that buffoon? I did this and that exactly how you told me to handle the customer. And you don't walked out and paid for all kind of shit. He says you bought the whole store. Outcast just said it. You done bought the whole store. You bought everything. And she just a smiling and engaging, blushing. You done bought everything. You got a shopping cart. <laughs> you got a shopping cart full of shit. She done sold you everything. She done sold you shoes. She done sold you a bridge in Brooklyn. She done picked up, uh-huh. And you still ain't closed on her. All right, next time I go to the store, I'm going to go the next time she's there. You still didn't close. You filled out the little questionnaire oh, at the bottom of the receipt. I have a little QR code here. You can scan it. You can put my name in, Kaylee. You can tell the, the managers how well I did. Give me a 10 star. Would you please? I'll do it right now. Click. Kaylee, what a wonderful customer service. Beautiful woman. You're easy on the I can't say that. I can't say you're easy on the eye. You're not ugly. Just know that. Very good. Yes. Filling out the whole damn questionnaire. Mm. Leaving her a tip. I'm like, she work in a retail store. You don't have to tip, right? You tipping her. You dropping notes in the manager suggestion box. That woman is fantastic, whoever she is. And she done played you like a fiddle. You think she choosing on you. She's just doing her job, and she's brand new. But you don't know that. You guys don't know this. You guys don't figure this shit out. You think everybody, oh, boy. He says, I recommend you. <laughs> yeah, you looking like Samuel L. Jackson at the counter. I'm like, oh, God. Now, I'm going to tell you this. The way you figure it out, the way you figure it out is you back up. All right, guys, this is game for you. Game. So she's engaging with you. She's nice. The customer service rep is nice. She's flirting with you. She's engaging with you. What you need to do is remove yourself for about five minutes. Remove yourself from five minutes. 
and then watch her engage with another male. When another male comes into the spider web, you're going to find out she did exactly to that male what she did to you. And then you're going to go, oh, shit. Mm. You're going to be like, oh, boo-boo the fool. She got that ninja. And you're going to watch her just spin this dude in her spider web. Just watch her. She's going to do the exact same shit. And you're going to be like, oh, god damn. I thought I had her. Anyway, let's wrap this shit up. He said, but I'm special. So, ladies, yes, uh, shout out to uh, the ladies, Faith, that asked if men should be up front about just wanting to hit. Uh, there would be a whole bunch of things. There would be a whole bunch of cases if dudes just walked up to girls. You know, I'm just trying to hit that. I know that's mode one, but you got to have a certain charisma and a little savoir faire to be able to do this and pull this off effectively. Trust me, you're going to have to have a lot of things lined up. You either have to be incredibly dumb or incredibly charismatic. And the setting has to be right. And you also have to be able to do it in the right way. Seductively, the art of seduction, right? And I'm not trying to teach y'all game, but it, that's it's the truth. And the timing got to be right. The timing got to be right. They got to be leaning over right at the right time. Not when she walking away, turning away. Hey, broad, you know, I'm just trying to hit. Oh, damn, I done missed it. Right when she leaning over, you know what I mean? Dropping off the syrup at IHOP. Right when she leaning over and she lean her ear. Yeah, I like that. I don't like what I see. You just get it right into her ear. Oh, shit. What? Thank you, sir. She smiles back. I see you smiling at me. Hey, why don't you come back to the table real quick? <laughs> All right. Enough about this. They're going to be calling me a dating coach in a minute. Soon she lean in, she drop off that serve. Yeah, drop that neck. Uh huh. You in a perfect position right there. I see you tonight. <laughs> uh, anyway, but you gonna do it all wrong. Soon as she walk off, hey, drop that neck. Ah, oh, you was. Oh damn, I missed it. It's barbecue in there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dating coaches are like, see, I told you, he's a game guy. I'm not a PUA. What I always tell people is, did I get you, brothers? Uh, shout out to this guy here. He says, uh, I had a big bro that told me um, always have a two-bedroom. He only smashing his girl in the guest bedroom. Then he could go sleep in the main room. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know if I will pull that up. <laughs> oh, man. But none of this is game. None of this is game. I, for, trust me. Oh, man, we still got some. Um, we still got some PayPal's. So I said, coach, something wrong with you. I know, man, I already told you. This isn't this isn't like dating coach stuff. Da what dating coaches teach is corny. All right, just a bit let you know. That's why I be looking at them, shaking my head. It's some of those dating coaches, I'll be shaking my head at them. I'll be like, that shit don't work, but with drunk college girls at best. This is who they're the, the dating coaches that y'all I'll be watching, shaking my head at. It only works on women like this. And it only works on two out of 100 women, just like this. Hi, girl. I love Josie. <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love it. Josie! <laughs> Josie, are you Two out of 100 women they pick up with their corny-ass dating advice. <laughs> two out of 100. And, and half of them, they're going to catch a sexual assault case. Mm. 
half of them they are, or half of them they gonna get regret. Half of them it's gonna go left. All right, no government name. Fire stream coach. He says, "Keep doing what you're doing, brother." Happy holidays to you and the coach gang in the building. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Oh yeah. Because most of them be just like he said, forty-eight. What did he say? Two score, forty-eight year old, and forty-eight indictments. Coach, I caught up with the timestamps. Thanks for helping me the past few days. He says, I feel like ish. I think you caught the flu. This is vans in my body, especially my back aches all over. I can barely do anything at this point. So my second job is screwed. I thought this morning the Grim Reaper, Grim Reaper came to collect this dues. You might have food poisoning, no? Or yes, they'll catch an STD for sure. Yeah, you guys got to watch out. Okay, last one, I think. And there's, let me check the super chats. Uh, let's see. Call me Lameek or Lameek. He says, coach, you got me dying, driving, go driving from class. He says, uh, I'm intermittent fasting. No, you can't stay tonight. I don't want no damn Alfredo for breakfast. These ex exes can't cook nasty boys in the building. LOL. Love you, coach. Oh, and this nice. was just for fun, guys. Don't get all caught up. There's going to be somebody in the comment section. This is the P-U-A-C-G-A. All right, look, we done. I think, yep, Peaches was the last one over here. Shout out to the coach gang. Enjoy your day. Two hours and 28 minutes, not bad. We out of here. Peace. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun on me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day.